The following views expressed are those of the speakers and do not represent the views of DOD Arts Components. Pay attention because you are now listening to Permission to Speak Freely. 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 Hey, did you start season three of C yet? Yeah, man. Great. Great. That's all I'm going to say, man. First episode was good? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then you know what? You know what? Before you um, uh, get started, this episode, bro, like, it wasn't like, you know, you see a lot of seasons inside of videos, man. But this one, it went back and told you the whole story before. So you right back in the game right now. You know what I'm saying? Like you, oh, when real? you get done with it, you right back in the game and know exactly what he at, everything, yeah. man. So I like that part too. Yeah. I wanted to watch it that we started it yesterday, but I fell asleep. I was just so tired, man. I, I got off work early because on Thursday we had Sane at the daycare. We had him at the doggy daycare. Um, Angeline was doing an interview for a job and she just, she don't want to be worried about him while she doing an interview. So, I mean, so she sent him to the daycare, the daycare provider text her, told her she was, lim- told her that Saint was limping and um, mm-hmm. she was going to let him rest for a little bit. So we picked him up a little bit later that day. And so Thursday, all the Thursday he was limping. He was, he, he, he wasn't really, he was favoring one of his legs. He wasn't really putting no pressure on it, but uh, you know, normal morning routine, the routine that we all know that I hate, you know, happened on Friday morning. But like two hours into the day, she texted me and it was blood. Like, and she showed me pictures of blood. Like he was bleeding somewhere. And I'm like, oh man, we need to take him. You know, we need to take him to the vet. Uh, the vet that we use, Banfield, they like, yeah, we don't have any appointments until September 12th. I'm like, damn, like for real, we pay y'all insurance, like all types of stuff. I'm paying insurance for two dogs. Like, I'm like, yo, y'all can't, but it's all good. So we took him to the vet. Um, downtown um, DC and it took a while man they like hey it ain't gonna be like another three hours till we can actually even take a look at him you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. um, we took him to the vet they took a look at him he might have sprained like a toe or something like that you know and yesterday was dog day like national dog day man so I feel bad for the little guy man <laughs> man you know what man I, I was just thinking man to myself man how time has changed man like like me growing up, man, my dog outside, he run around all over around the whole freaking hood. You know what I'm saying? And, and, they run, and now we got dogs that actually have insurance. You know what I mean? Yeah. We also, my dog got insurance too. And then we also got daycare for dogs. Man, good gracious, man. How time has changed, bro. Yeah, man. And it's crazy because it's crazy because as I was, when I got home to take him to dog daycare, when I pulled into the garage, and I talked about this on a podcast the other day. Well, not the garage, the driveway, because I don't have a garage. But when I pulled into the driveway, what did I see? A big ass dog was in my front yard, (laughs) right? We talked about this. So it was a big ass brown dog in my front yard. Big. But the thing is, I'm familiar with this dog because, you know, when we walk Saint or something like that, it's a house and I try to avoid it because that's where that Mm. dog be at. He barking, (laughs) looking like he ready to, you know. So he was in the front yard. So I'm like, all right, I know where this dog lives. And then the neighbor does like work on houses. He lived like he lived on the other block, but I met him early when I first moved over there because I was talking about getting work done. So the connection, I'm like, all right, let me go to their house. I go to his mm-hmm. house. He got his number. I knocked on the door. Nobody come. They got the ring camera. He got his number on his truck. You know, nowadays I feel weird when I go to people's house, period. Like one time. 
the DoorDash driver dropped off food at the wrong house. And I felt, I'm like, yo, I might get shot grabbing these, grabbing my own food from these, you know, like I'm a porch pirate or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but I go to the dude house um, and he, he doesn't come out. And eventually he like opened his garage and he, you know, he come outside. I'm like, hey, dude, your dog is, is like walking around. And I noticed that his fence was open. So I saw how the dog got out. Big yeah. ass dog though, and what mm-hmm. we were supposed to do was be bringing Saint out the house, but I didn't want to bring Saint out of the house same time as Big Dog running. But he's like, "Which dog?" I'm like, "The big brown one." I'm like, "You see me? I'm still in the car, right?" Like, cause I, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't about to, you know. So I ride around the neighborhood, like looking, like I had first I had Angelina on the phone. She was kind of giving me the play by play. At one point, the dog just sat in front of my door or whatever. And I'm like, oh, so I'm thinking it'd be easy. We just, he like, where's that? You know, he following me, but the dog got up, left, started walking around the neighborhood. It looked like the dog was trying to find his way back home. Um, went around a couple places. I'm like trying to warn people outside. Like, yo, it's a big ass dog out, you know? And I guess I'm the only one that really care. You know what I'm saying? So I pull back around and I see the dog, but across the street, I see this young girl and she making a scene. She jumping up, like waving her hands. And I'm like, yo, the dog ain't, this, this dog ain't eat this girl. Like, 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 I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm worried about this dog. This little like 10 year old girl is like, hey, hey, mister, 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 come here. And I'm like, damn, this dog ain't do anything to her. But I'm, I'm, I guess the dog was a little bit more concerned about trying to get home than like attacking somebody. But so I pull up to the girl in my car, which is also kind of weird. She act like she was more scared. <laughs> Of me than this big ass dog, you know. She's like, "You looking for your dog, sir?" I said, "It's not mine. It's the neighbor's." So eventually, the neighbor gets the dog. The dog gets in the neighbor's truck because the house that the neighbor, the house that the dog was at, was literally like a fence, like a gate away from his house, like where we okay. eventually, uh, where the dog kind of roamed to. Um, so he gets the dog. He pulls. I, I make sure, like, I pull back to him so I could kind of finalize this whole thing. Right? He pulls back to me. He's a like, hey, dog. He's like, bro, man, I owe you so much. Like, you're a lifesaver. Like, all this, like, you know, giving me, like, props and all that. He's like, yo, I appreciate you, man. My dog was in heat, man. And he, you know, he out here going crazy. Um, And I'm like, all right. You know, he's like, yo, whatever you need, you know, I got you. You know what I'm saying? But, like, little did he know, like, little did he know, like, (laughs) like, it wasn't really about, like, me helping him find his dog. Like, it was about me, like, not getting out my car until that damn dog... (laughs) Was back behind some kind of fence, man. Like, I'm not, I'm not about to be like nowhere in the line of sight of this dog if he roaming free or whatever like that. So that, so that happened, man. That happened to me, man. I most definitely don't mess with dogs either, bro. I ain't lying. I don't mess with nobody's dog. I like dogs, but I don't mess with nobody else's dog, man. Yeah, man. You you just Mm -hmm. never know, man. What you been up to though? How how you know how how your week, man? Yeah, man. I had a I had a busy week, man. Like always, though, man. Just just dealing with a whole lot of stuff, but you know, um, I do had a couple of interesting things happen though, man. Like yeah. first, first Mark left today, you know, he headed back to Japan. So, you know, big shots out of him. Hope he going, you know, do yeah. his thing, man, his ships back. So he going finally finna get there and go on board his ship. So shout out, he finna, shout actually, out he finna actually experience some shit. Hopefully. Uh, the other thing, man, I had that was interesting this week, man, was one of my, one of my guys, man, um, Caught COVID, right? So it's no big deal. We catch COVID now; it's not even a not even a big deal. But he's a uh-huh. RA, right? Meaning he stays in the barracks, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so he hits me up, 
And he like um, and, and now with this being said, he's been TAD to a ship. But you know, once you I don't know if you know, man, once you TAD and something happens, they don't know you no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't, they disown you when you're TAD, when you when something happened to you, right? <laughs> yeah. So he goes back to his barracks room and he hit me up and he said, Hey man, um, I have to move out of my room to a Rome room, to a ROM room. Mm-hmm. I go, okay. I mean, it makes sense, you know, whatever. Gotcha. So he gets so he said, Yeah, and the command have to bring me breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. what? Is that still a thing? You know what I mean? Which it is, you know. So I was like, well, you know, I asked all these questions before I got the phone. I'm like, who paying for these meals? Like, who this? And who I'm asking all these damn questions, man. Like, what what's happening? But I ended up figuring it out, man. He can freaking same thing, man. He can door dash. He can call the freaking bowler down. He can call all yeah. the different places to drop his food off right there to him, man. But that's kind of it's kind of crazy though, man, on how, you know, I be seeing man, people catching COVID right now, man. They throwing on masks and keep it moving, man. Like you go there, yeah, they, they it, take you out your room, they put you, you know, I man, it is what it is, but safety is everything. But damn, bro, like on a ship, it's easy. Duty sex can bring you shit. You know, you're cooking three meals anyway, right? But when you ain't on no ship, like you talking about your command responsible. Is your command responsible? Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know that 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 portion was kind of crazy for me, but we figured it all out, man. Good to go. It was kind of crazy. How about he you, man? He what he run for good. like three three days? <laughs> like, yeah, he well, three days? Dude, it's days? really like it's really like it's five days, but really <laughs> motherfucker already did two for you. Yeah, like, like you still you know we saying, still so. running. Like this yeah, ain't I the know, same right? COVID. And yeah, I mean, and they the CDC didn't change the guidance and like these people didn't got. Man, like, I don't even want to get into it, man. You know what I'm saying? CDC to chase the guidance. Like, what we, like, we got people. I just read something about some people that was, like, on hold somewhere. Man, and I don't got the information. Like, somebody sent it to me, man. And, and, mm. and where is that? Like, I, I'm going to try to find it real quick. But it was about people being on hold somewhere because of uh, COVID. Oh, unvaxxed Navy sailors face deplorable living conditions while religious exemptions are pending. And um, the na- the charge, what did it say? They charge the Navy. They charge the Navy is also not letting them separate from service, leaving them stuck in gruesome limbo. Um, U.S. Navy service members who are seeking religious exemptions to the DOD's COVID-19 vaccine mandate have been transferred into deplorable living conditions and in some cases are unable to leave while awaiting termination from the military, according to court docs. Um, then it's a whole lot of stuff. I, 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 we, I wasn't even prepared to read through this, actually. Um, oh, my gosh, man. It's a picture of a toilet, like, full of feces. Um, <laughs> like, the whole toilet. Because I could not leave the area I moved onto the birthing barge for the Eisenhower. The conditions on the barge are deplorable, much like the USS George Washington, which is anchored in the same shipyard. There is mold everywhere and the barge's toilets back up and leak. The water leaks out of the base of the toilet and collects near my rack and out into the hall. On bad days, it goes into the birthings on the other side. The leaks seem to be sewage. It smells like sewage and it looks like it too. It says C exhibit C. Um, I don't want nobody to look at Exhibit C. Water I've mopped up from under my rack. Somebody said there is some sort of worm thriving in the stagnant water in the toilet bowls and on the floor in the leak water around the base of the toilets. 
Needless to say, I do not feel comfortable or safe in this environment, and I've contacted mental health services multiple times. Oh my gosh, these pictures are incredibly uh, <laughs> gross, gross, and gruesome. Um, yeah, Keep so people they talking about prior to vaccine mandate, earn an MP um, this year because of religious accommodation, planning to separate. I was given a P. This downgrades my rank, makes me appear as if my skills as a seller have regressed. All right, so basically, because we were not, I wasn't, we weren't, this, this is a big one, man. We might have to talk about this a little bit later, but um, yeah, COVID, the sellers living in deplorable conditions while religious exemptions pen. And then it's like CDC didn't change everything anyway. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, us moving to the drumbeat of CDC and this at this point kind of frustrates me or whatever like that. I know they flag everything that you talk about COVID and like any podcast or anything. It's like a, it's, it, they'll flag it. Like it, it like on Spotify, it'll say like, it, if you really want to know about COVID, boom, boom, boom. But it's like that shit there changes like every four months, every three months too. Like like whatever your guidance is, it changes every four months. But we, I, I don't know. Like we moved to that drumbeat and now we got sellers somewhere in deplorable conditions and stuff like that. Um, but yeah. yeah, that wasn't what we even prepared to talk about. We got to dig into this article, but I appreciate uh, Dirk sent that to me. Thanks. I appreciate that one, Dirk. We going to actually go through it and like dig through it. Um, I, I want to talk about for a second. So it's a crazy day for me. Um, it's my godmom's birth. Mm. It's my godmom's anniversary today. Um, so a big, you know, big one to her, her anniversary. Congrats on like years. Um, it's one of my best friends, like of life's uh, birthday today, but it's also another one of my best friends of life's It's his brother's uh, funeral today. Right. Um, so I went home last week to hang out with him after finding out that his brother passed. Uh, I, I went home. I'm happy that I was able to as well. I'm happy that it was a less than three hour drive um, to get from like DC to Philly. But um, I was just uh, happy to be able to, I, and it's crazy because I, I went to his house and um, we went to the house and his mom, you know, I, it's been a while for me, right? And I, I kind of want to get into that, but it's been a while, for like, since I saw like his mom, for instance, or even since I saw his brother that passed, right? And you feel, sometimes you feel like weird, like you feel like, man, I ain't really been around. So when I first came around, I said hi to like all my friends and you know, everybody that like, you know, I see more often than not. But like uh, my homie mom, I, I was like, man, I don't want to go up to her and she feel weird. Like, you know, what's happening? Who is he? So I, I, my, I, I see my boy comes out. He like, hey, man, did you, you know, and of course, because we like, we like brothers, you know, he's like, yo, did you holler at my mom's? You know, and I'm like, yo, I ain't, I, I ain't go over there yet. I wanted to go over because she was talking to people. I ain't want to. Man, when I went over to her, she was talking to people. She stopped, like whoever she was talking to, she stopped for a second. She noticed me and then she started walking toward me, you know, and I'm like, oh, she going to make this real easy. She hugged me and she, you know, she, it was almost like I was 13 Back. again. Yeah, yeah, it was almost oh, like, ooh. so she was like, uh, she was like, Damo, what's up? How you been? You, you know, you, y'all grown up, y'all so grown. But then she was like, go with him because he needs y'all or whatever. My eyes actually starting to water right now. It's emotional, right? But she was like, mm -hmm. go with him because he needs y'all right now. You know, y'all his brothers. Um, 
so we hung, you know, we hung together. We had the weekend. Um, Angeline was with me. Uh, so we did, you know, us, our wives, uh, stuff like that. We just had a great day. You know, she was like, he, his mom, I remember his mom, she was like, yeah, you know, cause we were just having fun that day. Um, and she was like, man, like uh, y'all having a lot of fun. She was like, but y'all need this day. So, so just do y'all thing or whatever like that. And, and we did, you know what I mean? But, you know, one of the things that I, I want to um, talk about you know, for a second is, do you, you, you maintain friendships with people from before, before the Navy? Well, i tell you this, bro. Um, maintain, yes, hit each other up, you know, here and there, but not like I should be, or probably not like we should be, you yeah. know? Um, but I wish I did though. And, and I think once I am out the Navy. Hopefully, you know, I get a chance to to get back into a lot of those relationships. Cause I had some good ones, bro. You yeah. know what I mean? I had some good relationships. And now you, you know, we just see each other, like you no know, birthdays, hit each other up, or every now and then we'll see each other on there and we'll say something to each other. Now, if I went home, which I haven't been home in a minute now, but if I go home or something, you know, I see everybody or whatever, but it ain't like it should be. And I ain't gonna sit here and lie. I should I should I most definitely could do better. I'm sure they'll probably say the same thing. Yeah. So I want to I want to say this to the young people that listen, even the older people, if you have a relationship that's fruitful, that's been fruitful to you as who you are as a person, like keep investing in it, like maintain it like the Navy. I always tell like young sailors in my division, I always tell my division, like the, the military is an extraordinary experience. Right. Um, and you have to do extraordinary things to offset that. Right. I tell them that, especially when it comes like that marriage, like the military going to put you in positions that some other people don't go through in that marriage, you know, unless they have a profession that keeps them away from, you know, home more often than not. So, but I'm like, so when you home, you need to be an extraordinary husband, extraordinary wife, extraordinary spouse. You know, you have to like offset whatever the military taking away. You can't just fly by night. In my opinion, like you have to like be there a little bit more. So, and I say that like, man, I got my friends, like one of my, one of my best friends, I talk to him like damn near every day, like almost mm -hmm. every single day uh, or whatever. Um, but I, I was in, I was in my boy house and of course he, my other boy was there, the one I'm talking about, but I'm in my boy's house. Um, and I'm, and I told his mom, I'm like, yo, the first time I walked in his house was 23 years ago. You know, while we, I was in his mom's house, but I'm like, the first time I walked in this house was 23 years ago. She couldn't even believe it. You know what I'm saying? Um, She's like, for real? I'm like, yeah, it was 23, ninth grade, you know? Yeah. And um, it's just, and they grow up, right? We, we've grown up. We've like got more friends. We've got other core groups of friends, right? I got another um, core group of friends, like friends that I met through the Navy. Um, yeah. And like when they come around, we all friends. It's all friends. Like don't nobody yeah. feel... You know, and, and it, it, like even being home, man, my friends, you know, who uh, I consider that I knew since high school, they've grown and got friends along the way. And man, it, it, I was talking to my boy uh, yesterday and I'm like, yo, even those dudes don't make me feel like I haven't been around. Like, 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 like even the friends that I didn't like get it from, you know, just day one with like they are even real good dudes and great friends. And it's just a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? It's a beautiful thing. And I like it. Like a lot of people grow up in a 23 year friendship. Y'all might've had four years off, seven years off where y'all had a yeah. falling out over something. Like we never had that, man. And I, I just appreciate that, you know, our, 
like we got good relationships with each other's parents. Um, mm. And the, 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 the thing that I noticed was our wives got together and they clicked. You know what I mean? They clicked like how we like we was damn near done our conversation, you know, and they still talking and, and yeah. clicking and stuff like that. So, I mean, us, you know, to be appreciated, you know, and I, I really don't want like a young seller, man, year one, year two, you know, you're going to meet a whole lot of people in the military and um, don't just don't forget about your friends back home, you know, yeah. and, and, and you got to put into that relationship. You know, we never had moments of jealousy, envy, um, arguments. Yeah. We never had none of that. You know what I'm saying? You got to put into that relationship. Y'all got to love each other, trust each other and stuff like that. But continue to make friends, you know, in the military and stuff like that as well. Yeah, so man, that was all that, yeah, all that jealousy and the envy and all that stuff, man. I, I, I tell you what also, man, I think it comes with experience and age and all that stuff too, man. Yeah. Like, I'm already, I don't, I'm not trying to be nobody else. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to, to do right. something that that's out of my comfort zone. So clicking with people, I'm always going to be myself. And so, cause at the end of the day, man, like, and I want everybody to, to, to know this, man. It's like, like what it's about, like you, your family, what you doing, you want to bring somebody into that circle, but it, it's not about, ain't nothing no one can like do to me now at my age to de- deter me from what I'm trying to do now. You know what I mean? Like I, I got it. I'm set unless it's, you know, profitable or whatever. But other than that, I'm set though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. On what I want to do. So I'm not thinking about like when I was younger, I might be like looking in the corner, looking at somebody be like, okay, they, they, oh man, that's nice. They doing some stuff over there. Okay. Let's see what's going on. But now, you know, it's it's not a. I'm not about that life at all, man. So I'm always yeah. trying to talk to people and see what they've been up to and see what they're doing. And 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 my wife the same way, man. Like we always talking to people and 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 trying to see. We no jealousy, no like yeah, none of that stuff. Like, no, not, not even close to none of that stuff no more, man. That's why, and that's why I get heartbroken by like uh like a young like 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 professional stuff sometimes, like. And, you know, that might be a flaw of mine, but I get heartbroken when like a seller, for instance, and when I say a seller, I'm not, there's no rank in that. Right. But like yeah. a seller do something that I just would never expect. Like, yo, you lied to me. I remember, I think I remember t- talk about this on a pod, but me and my divo, one of our sellers had lied to us. And I, t- I still talk to the seller all the time. Like, no, like we, I love, I love the seller. Um, but I remember when we found out about the lie. And I'm like, damn, like, I can't, we couldn't believe it. Like, we was like, oh man, like, <laughs> we can't, like, and it, like, like, cause it's like, man, I don't know how to move without a certain amount of integrity. You know, have I moved without integrity at moments um, in, in my career and at, at, at points that like, I like regret like wholeheartedly. Yeah. I could really count probably times that I have. Um, you know, at least one. And it had to do with women. It had to do with a woman, another woman. But that was like probably twice, you know, that I regret it, you know, but it had to do with with ladies. And it wasn't in a, in a not relationship stuff, just friends, you know, but just in them trusting me um, and, and stuff like that. So it was just weird moments that I really honestly wholeheartedly, you know, wish that I didn't do. You know what I mean? Because I and one of them, I lost like what I would think was a great friend. Like she just totally like never talked to me again, like ever. Like like like, like it's the coolest thing ever. Like she's like like I respect it. She's like I yeah. It's like I'll never talk to you again. Like and just didn't. Like I don't know like where she is in the world. <laughs> like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like so, but it, yeah. but then the, the the other one is also 
you know, a, it was a work more work related, but it was, you know, um, but but outside of that, it's never been a moment of like, you know, where I wasn't trying to be sincere, bro. You know what I mean? Like, and so it'd be sticking me like when a seller, like when, when you find out like, damn, you've been lying or damn, you've been doing this or somebody like, are you like, man, like I've had, I've sat with a seller before and had like hour long, hour and a half long conversation, like straight from my heart. You know what I mean? And then somebody else say, Hey, you know, the seller said she, you know, seller said they talked to you and like it, you was just saying like Navy talk, you know, I'm like, yo, like, I don't even know what that even sound like. Like, like, like I'm, I'm talking to you from my heart. You know, it might not be something that you like like to hear or (laughs) want to hear, but it's from my heart. This ain't Navy talk. Like you're not going to, we do a podcast every week, however low we do it. And some of the stuff we talking is not Navy talk. Like it's from, it's real experience stuff, you know? So I'm not going to sit with you alone. It ain't no mics. It ain't no cameras and not give you a sincere comment. So it kind of made me, I'm like, what for real? Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's it though. I, I, I just, and, and that kind of bleeds off into like my friendships and stuff like that. Like, so I'm, I'm open to like making friends and stuff like that. Uh, you know, it builds up. I, I don't force it though, bro. Like I don't, yeah. I haven't forced the friendship in exactly. a long time. Exactly. I don't force relationships you. like with chain of command or nothing. I don't yeah. force none of that shit. I'm with you with all that shit, bro. I'm with you. You know what? I, you brought up about the sailor line to you, man. And, and you know what? My expectations now is not like they used to be. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I, ex, you know, I, my expectation. But what, what really irks me now, man, when somebody try to lead me in a different direction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Lead me towards their direction. Then I found out later. I got played. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that gets on my nerves, man. And I'm looking at them. I remember like one time, man, um, I had a sailor that went to went to um the DRB. And and uh normally in DRB, I go in, but this is my sailor, so I'm just in the yeah. back listening, you know what I mean, seeing what's going on and blah blah blah, trying to hear what's going on. And I find out up in that DRB, man, that I got played, man. Yeah, and I found myself sitting in the mess, just staring at this, staring yeah. at this like, yeah. like, like, are you serious right now? In my face, I'm like, you know, then I, I feel, because let me tell you how bad this was, though. I got to get this out. I'm sorry. I think it's kind of like off no, final topic. Yeah, we but good. We good. I want to, I want to, I want to say this, man, because before, you know how you always like, you want to like, Set your sailors up for success, man. So what I do is before he comes in, I talk to the mess. You know what I mean? Like, this is what I got. This is what happened, blah, blah, blah. So now everybody knows what I know. Right? So when I get in, when he gets in there and they pulled all that shit out of him, bro. And everybody kind of looking at me at the corner of their eyes, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was crazy, bro. I was so mad, man. Like, I wasn't mad because of a lie, because I feel like a, people always try to lie a little bit to make themselves look better and make themselves yeah. this and that, blah, blah, blah. But don't steer me that way, though, because I'm finna go to bat for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So don't steer me in the wrong direction. So now I'm ready. I, I mean, they done loaded me up, man. I got freaking some incredible hook type shit in me. I'm going there to take care of this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. And bro, 
steered me in the wrong direction, man. It made me look like shit. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like, it's like, yo, you, I'm at, I'm at war with you. Like, I got the yeah. gear on with you. Like, yes. It was yes. like, it was like when I was digging through the trash can with my boy looking for the uh, tag out sheets. <laughs> when, when he lied, I told the story, you know, the other joke. When he lied and said he threw the real ones in the trash and kept like, and I'm, I'm in the trash with him. You know, just to, like, that shit hurt, bro. Like, just to find out, you know, oh that like, goodness, you really bro. gunned that. Like, you know, my chiefs, you know, they, my chiefs like, come on now, come on. Oh my God. I'm like, yo, you know, it's like, yo, damn, they came and they, you know, they picked up the trash. Like, you got me opening up trash bags in the dumpster looking for fucking, like, I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> looking for damn tag out shit, man. You know what I mean? So I feel you, bro. <laughs> like, bro, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, I know the they, feeling. Hey, look, man. They right on side of you, bro. <laughs> yeah. We together. We was together, bro. I'm like, yo, which one you think? He like still oh guiding me God. through the joint. Like we maneuvering through the dumpster. Dude, that's so goddamn funny, man. I'm like, I'm boo-boo the fool, bro. I was boo-boo the fool. Like, so I feel you. You going in a mess. Like, yeah, I'm going to just break down right now. What's up with him? Like, you know, I heard, you know, I'm going to just break it down. Going through this. Not much of a thing. You know, I dealt with this before. Boom, boom, boom. And then come to find out, it's a whole, start peeling back the layers. Yeah, it's crazy. Hey, bro. So I got to apologize and I got to call a couple things back, right? So the first thing I want to apologize for is I, I have nothing to do with this. However, like some of the video was blurry last week from, I don't know if it was the angle I was shooting at, but on autofocus, the focus must have got weird at some points when we was recording. So some of my video was blurry uh, last week, about twice in that episode. Uh, secondly, I got to apologize to Marvel and DJ Khaled. Um, I said some some harsh things a couple pods ago about Marvel and DJ Khaled. You know, <laughs> She-Hulk. She-Hulk is a good show. Like, I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot, actually. Um, and DJ Khaled's new album, God Did, is a really, really, really good album. And I like it a lot. So, you know, I know I said, like, a lot of, of shit about them, but I'm, you know, I'm a I'm, I'm, man, I'm adult enough to like come back here yeah. and like, you know, super duper apologize. So, and I, I definitely do. So, you know, y'all still good in my book, you know, but just keep making good stuff. Like college, you redeemed yourself because it really was like one bad album and one mid album out of all yours. So you really redeemed yourself. Marvel. Yeah. You know, y'all still on the radar, but She-Hulk, I do like She-Hulk though. I definitely. Like I tell you about the, uh, um, one of the difference in DJ Khaled album and shit, man. He got some heavy hitters, man. Yeah, he pulled he pulled out some heavy hitters in this one, man. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, yeah. yeah. I ain't heard the whole thing yet, but he pulled out some heavy hitters. Yeah, well, if you heard the first five, yeah, you know, yeah, you straight because yeah, you got Kanye in the first five, Rick Ross, Wayne, yeah. M, and you got yeah. that four four minute Jay Z verse. You know what I'm saying? That four minute Jay Z verse. So, if you heard the first five straight, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So they legit, man. They, I mean, then he got all the the new the newcomers. Oh, that's, that's yeah, and they kill it. Yeah. They killed every like everything on there. That's a really good Khaled album. One of my favorite already. Yeah, from what Khaled, that's one of one of the ones it hit. Like everything hit where it's supposed yeah, to hit. Bro. Like Twenty One Savage on there. The reggae track is crazy on there. Future and Scissor got something more in there. Crazy. Everything hit where it's supposed to hit for that Khaled album and the demographic 
like everything ain't for everybody, you know? So some of the people that like the Jay-Z and them song probably, you know, might not like the little Dirk song, but I listen yeah. to kind of a mix of everything. So everything hit for me. Yeah, most definitely. I even like them. I even like with Jada, Jada Kiss. Yeah, yeah, Kiss Intro on there. Yeah, man, Kiss on there doing this thing. It's crazy, man. Vori, Vori on the last song. Yeah, good, real, real good album. Uh, I know we don't yeah. really talk music that much on the pod, but yeah. I mean, we we introduce when I introduced myself in our first episode that nobody heard. Uh, <laughs> but I told them, you know, that's that was my life. Like I came up from a music background, so. Yep. All right. We got a question from a listener. Okay. Right. Um, so we got a question from a listener, Rolling Todd 22. I told him we was going to hit him back on it. And uh, now we're going to hit him back. It says, I'm really enjoying the content. Could y'all touch on a question I have? I'm a new first class, right? He says, seven years in with five other firsts in my division. How can I... I is not in there, but it's just say, how can I strive for my goals and not step on any toes along the way? We have a solid division. So there's been issues just seeing if you have any insight. What you got, Damon? I'm interested in what you got. Okay. You got the rundown, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So first, man, first, I'm going to tell them about my experience because I went to an aircraft carrier and they had like four or five of the first class when I first got there, right? So I talk about that experience in a minute. But to the end of his question, man, that's what was key to me in this whole question was he has a solid division. Yeah. Right. One thing about it, man, is that we all, we all, if you're a competitive guy or you anything like that, you want to be the guy, right? You want to be the person. But it's hard to um it's hard not to um uh, look at someone who's doing good, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I can be like number five, but I look at number one and I'm like, hey, he's just good, man. Like I respect yeah. that. I respect that person. So already w- by him saying I have a solid division already, I mean, he respect those guys in the division, right? Uh-huh. Now, I do think he need that. They, they all need to have a conversation because they all can eat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They all can eat. So I, I really do think... um a good, healthy conversation could be great. You know, um, grab things that, that you're good at and you want to do and, and roll with it, man. Like if you're good, it's going to be noticed, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's going to be noticed. Your work ethic, whatever you you do and it's good, someone's going to see it. So always remember that, man. Do you, if you're good, somebody's going to notice it. Um, Take care of sailors, and most of the time when you take care of sailors, it takes care of everything else, right? Um, now, from my experience um, on, a, on, a, on a carrier when I we had a five of the first class, so I get there, and soon after this, I made I made chief, maybe like five months after or whatever, I made chief. But I get there to the career, and I find, man, man, it's like freaking five of the first class in the vision. I couldn't, I, I was trying to figure my way, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, but of course, time I got there, maybe like a week or two, they they made me the LPO, you know, of guy that's been there for a while. Now, with that being said, Why they it do was most. I, I must do. I don't. I'm not totally sure. <laughs> um, and I don't want to get it why I'm totally sure. But a, a, another reason could be why I I was a senior guy. Oh, okay. Right. Out of all of it, I think I had been at the time like 13. I, I want to say like 13 years mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, 
and 12 or 13. And I know I was a senior guy and that's kind of how it went, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, those guys respected me, right? Mm-hmm. And they wasn't, they wasn't no slouches. You know what I'm saying? They wasn't like, they was like garbage or anything. But when I got the position, man, I want to throw a shot to those guys that was there on the, on, on the Nimitz with me, man. Cause it was all love. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It was all, all love. And, and we, we came together to, to take care of the, the sailors, man. So that's kind of like one of those situations. It easily could have went opposite. Them guys been on board a year or two. I come there automatically. Now I'm the, on the LPO. Think about how that could have went. Yeah. You know what I mean? Could have been a whole lot different, but um, most of the time, man, people respect what you can do. Um, you got some, some people who don't, of course. Um, but what I, what I tell him, man, with this question, it's a hard question, um, kind of because of the fact of, um, um, everybody's competitive and everybody want to be the, the dude or the guy mm-hmm. or the person or whatever. Um, but another good thing came out of this whole thing with me was I made chief that year. Another, the other guy made chief the next year. Then eventually another guy made chief. You know what I mean? So we all end up, you know, um, getting to the point we did good and and everybody, you know, went off to do great things, man. Yeah. Yeah. So at, at some point, how your tenure for a first class was what, like 14 years? Ooh, I want to say it was 14. I think now is shit, now it's what, 22 years now? Yeah, I think, 22, I think 14 yeah, or 16 years. it was before. I think it's 14 or 16. Yeah, so it was like I think it was like fourteen years, um, back in like twenty twelve, twenty thirteen time, right? But I made first. I was a young first as well, and I'm gonna speak like kind of the same way you spoke. I'm gonna speak about what happened with me, and then I'm gonna speak, you know. But um, I made first, and I remember. So I I, I was a second class on shore duty. I got hurt like soon as I got it. So I, you know, I got the shore duty in like November, December. I got hurt in March. Got surgery in May, and somewhere uh, some the the March result the May results came out in June or whatever, right? Something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah whatever. Yeah. March the March results came so out. So get March came out in June. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like so they yeah. came out in June. So I made first, and I remember my um, chiefs and them called me. I was hurt. I was on convalescent leave when I when I when the results came out. So, but at, in that time we got a first class come right. We had a first class come at the division, who was at that this my last chance or I got two more chances like look before higher tenure set in and I remember uh like within like two weeks two three weeks of me getting back to the command coming off a of convalescent leave the first class pulled me to the side and he was like yo you know I might have talked about this on a pod but he was like hey man like you need to kind of dial it back with like what you doing here or whatever like that and I ain't really understand the conversation um he was like, I got one more look. Uh, and he's like, I don't have that much time. I'm actually up for chief. Um, I need to make it, whatever. And he was like, you're not even eligible, you know, for chief or whatever. Um, I had like six years, something like that. And um, he was like, so, you know, it was like a so chill out. Not those words, but it was like, yo, chill for a minute, fall back. Let me get it. It's enough room for everybody to eat type vibe. And I'm like, and now my response, you know, was like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, like, I don't know I'm getting in the way of anything. I don't know I'm stopping anything. This is my mold. Like, this is the way I operate. Like, I'm inspired by Kobe Bryant at that time. You know, like athletes, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, like, like 
I'm inspired by people that put in work. Like, like I come to put in, I'm coming straight off the ship. Now, mind you, I just got off convalescent leave. So I feel like I owe, you know, owe some work. I just made first. I feel like I got to, you know, show these people who I am or whatever like that at the new command. So, and I'm, and I'm like, I don't even know what that means. I'm just doing me, bro. Like, like, mm-hmm. like, 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 you know, I wasn't even thinking about all of that. Like, I'm just, yeah. uh, you know, I'm just a dumb jarhead, whatever you, word you could think of or whatever. But I, like, I'm just a worker. Like, I'm a grunt, man. Like, just, you know, I'm in the fight. Um, and uh, I ain't really know how to take that at that time. You know what I'm saying? A little older now, I get it. Like, what he was saying. But I was young, man. Rebellious. You know, at that time. 20s, like young, like young boy. Like I was like, yeah. man, I'm not worried about, you know, uh, and I just kept going the way that I was going because I'm like, this is my speed. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I feel now, right now. So, I mean, so before I get there, I want to say that I, we kind of rearranged some stuff. So then I was working with a group of first classes. So I was in almost that same predicament as him again. I'm not going to say all of the first classes in that group were like amazing. Like, I'm not going to say that though, right? But, yeah. I, but I will say that I was working with a group of first classes and I still then didn't know like where to find my footing because I'm like, it's a lot of us. I don't want to seem like I'm trying to overstep any of those dudes or whatever. But this is th- th- this what I'm going to say nowadays and that's how I feel right now today. If, <laughs> all right, run at your speed. Run at your speed, right? If somebody is competitive or are going to compete with you, they're going to run at a faster speed or they're going to run at your speed to keep up with you. But don't not run at your speed as whoever you are as a person. Like, like, like be yourself. Like, don't dial back who you are so other people could like be something else. Because in my opinion, that don't improve shit. You know, if I run at my speed, and like somebody else is either running at a speed to keep up with me or running at a speed to run faster than me, then that improves everything. Everything is better. Like, like, and that's how I feel today. Like, I'm not going to stop being who I am. So somebody else could like do something. Like if I'm doing it, I'm doing it. You know, um, and, I mean, and that's how I look at it. You know what I'm saying? So for him, it's like, yo, if you ambitious and you want it, what if the other people not like, it's like, I'm not going to not be ambitious so somebody else could not be ambitious too. And then like something starts to fall off. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I understand that the division is already good, decent, you know, and like you said, like, I'm still saying the same thing you said, you know what I'm saying? Like that greatness, that's, that shit is going to shine through anyway. Like you don't got to force that. Like if we all yeah. clicking, if we got a good team, you know, if we got five really good players on a team and we are clicking, we're all clicking. You know what I'm saying? However, the chips fall. I'm not going to care if we all great. I really like that ranking and all that, man. I'm not. Yeah. However, the chips fall. If we all great, we all great. I remember, you know, getting ranked. My, my man, I got my man got ranked like number two, one of my homies. Right. And I, I hate to talk about this kind of stuff. But one of my boys, we first classes, we, he got ranked number two at that command. Um, and he was like, if I'm number two, he was like, you better be number one. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, you better yeah. be, you know, I wasn't, you know, but he was like, you better be number one. Like that's, but that's how I feel like you do it when y'all clicking, like, like yeah. push your T got that when you all clicking like Golden State, like, but, but like, that's like how it should go. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm him, I'm not dialing back nothing. 
I'm not considering anything. Now, when it comes to divvying out roles and tasks, every yeah. great team got roles and tasks divvied out. Like, all right, I, I take care of this. You take care of this. You know, we do, we do this together. But I'm not dialing back who I am as a person and my general self for somebody else could, can do some stuff. That's just not where I'm at. Yeah. And, 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 and with that being said, what you just said right there, man, like, and the chief going to help out with that too. He's going to divvy out these things to help you guys divvy out all these things. And that's how you can be judged sometimes, right? Like if I divvy out five things, I know you guys got five things. If three of them shit is still shitty. Now I know who need, I can step up to get shit done. You know what I mean? That's kind of how you can, you can figure things out also, man. But yeah, man, like you right, man. Better. I hate hearing people say, yo, I took a step back. So this person, oh, yeah. the no, shine, no, no, took a step yeah. back. What that like, mean, you know, man? Like, that's, what, that's, that's a, that's, that's a life type deal, man. Like you, you work, <laughs> you're right, yeah. man. You had some, I'm at my pace and you telling me I need to dial my pace down so you can look good. Yeah. No, man. No. Like, that's my pace. That's my, I don't even know what I'm doing. This but like, yeah, if, if, if you the chief, you the leader, you're in a leadership position, you better figure out how to make those pieces uh, like make sense. You know what I mean? If yeah. you got all LeBrons on your team or whatever like that, some people are going to hate hearing that because people just hate LeBron. But if you got all <laughs> LeBrons on your team, you need to figure it the fuck out, you know, because they either yeah. going to click and it's going to be great or it's going to be tension and they not going to mm-hmm. click. You know, the yep. first thing that I need to kind of get removed, I think, is is egos. I think a lot of great teams are de- like defunct, basically, because of egos, like are, are, are like broken down and destroyed because of egos. And that could be with anything, you know, that could be with like anything. Like, you know, we we came up in a time where like you get like Nelly and the St. Lunatics or you get like Cameron and Dipset or you get Jada Kiss and the locks. You get like this, these groups, right? And I, I could probably take my locks statement back because Styles is amazing too. But you get like these groups where it's like one person is the one, you know? And then like yeah. Eminem and D12, like everybody else is like the group, they the role players. But it's like, you know, they normally succeeded. Like think of Kevin Hart and his friends, or LeBron and his friends, or Drake and his friends. Like let's, like if this person is the person, then let's let this person be the person and let's be great at whatever it is that we're great at. A lot of people don't let that happen because they get weird with their egos, you know? So it's like, if I'm real good at 3M and you real good at like uh, something else, technical training, something that got to do with the sellers, I'm going to be good at 3M. I'm not going to try to do what you're great at, but I'm going to also learn from you so I can get better at whatever it is that you're great at. And hopefully you learn from me and there ain't no egos involved. Yeah. So I think, I hope we answer his question. Yeah, me too, man. Um, and, and then it's once you get, once you, you learn the art of winning, you know yeah. what I mean? Once you learn the art of winning, that's all that matters. Like you winning, man. Yeah. And everything, a lot of stuff fall in place. And sometimes it takes experience to get there. You yeah. I mean? So sometimes yeah. it takes time. So do your thing, man. Uh, do your thing. Don't, 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 don't not do your thing for the sake of anybody else. Um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Roland, Roland Todd, 22. Do your thing. Do your thing. Don't stop. Don't cut back. Don't short yourself. Do the greatest you could do. If people care as much as you, they're going to do better. Are they going to be equal to you and, and stride? If that's not the case, then they don't, in my opinion, that's all my opinion. If that's not the case, then they don't care as much as you. The person that stopped running 
because the person too fast. Like I'm not that that ain't the person that I that I glorify, bro. Like like you know, and that's just me and the way my mind works, you know. And I ain't even trying to get on no Jocko willing type, you know. But that's just me, man. Like if if you stop running because the dude too fast and you quit, then that's you know that's not where your heart is. You know what I mean? I remember I used to play 2K, man, and I thought I was the man. And one of my homies, I was better than him. You know what I'm saying? And we kept playing. And in short time, he made short work of me. Like, he got better than me. I stopped playing, man. My heart wasn't there. Like, you know, my heart, I wasn't, my heart wasn't in trying to be a better 2K player than him. Like, I, I couldn't take the abuse. Like, then he was a trash talker. So, oh, so yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, if they not running with you, then they, it ain't it, man. Or if they getting jealous. Man, yo, Damon, if you, if, like, if you go put up 30, bro, I'm not jealous. Like, I'm trying to put up 25 right next to you. I'm trying to pass yeah. you the ball. I'm trying. If you doing your thing, I'm trying to do my thing. Get with you. Oh, yeah. Let's go, bro. Let's do this. Thing. Like, I'd be so happy when people clicking. And even as a chief, like, when you get, like, a lot of talented like people, you know, it's yeah. like you're like happy. You're not like mad about that or, or like trying yeah. to like, oh man, like he beast at this, she, she great at this, do the doom. Like it's not what you know people think it is. Like, don't know one person had to shine. All right, I, yeah. you know, I'm we sorry beat we up. beat that hey, up. But. but I want you guys to know you guys hear me and Dumbo talking about this stuff, but when we talk about this stuff, man, it is what the young people say, no cap. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. No cap. This is real. This is what we, we we talk about, and we 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 love having conversations like this, man. Because it's not that at all, man. We want everybody to win, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate feeling like you know. I just hate you know. I hate feeling like I'm on an island when I think about like being successful and doing your best. You know, sometimes I feel like, man, like we on an island. Like, is that does that sound like it's cocky? Like, like because that's not what I, what I want it to sound like. But just be successful. Do your best. Don't let nobody else drive you down right there. You know? Um, And just thinking about, like, greatness and and, and being that person, it takes us right into the hero of the week. You know? Um, And this one's a little different because um, normally, you know, we do Medal of Honor and stuff like that. Um, Things we find and look at. This one kind of came to me. Uh, My mom shared it. And then after she shared, I guess it was trending because after my mom shared the story, I saw it on a few different places on Facebook. But it's about Charles Jackson French. Okay. Right. Um, so Charles Jackson French was a first class. So Petty Officer, and I'm going to read some of this. Petty Officer Charles Jackson French was hailed as the hero of the Solomons in the human tugboat after a heroic rescue in the Pacific during World War II. Right. Along with Dory Miller, who received the Navy Cross for valor during an attack on the fleet at Pearl Harbor, December 7, 1941, French was one of the most celebrated black sailors during the war, right? And it's crazy because I never heard of him, right? Yeah, me either. Um, Charles Jackson French was born September 25th, 1919 in Arkansas. After the death of his parents, he lived with his older sister in Nebraska. He enlisted in the Navy in 1937 and served four years. He received honorable discharge 1941, but he re-enlisted after Pearl Harbor. He was assigned in the kitchen as an attendant, which I'm sure that's where most of us were assigned, you know, in that time. Along with uh, Steve Doran Stewart, mess attendant was one of the few occupations 
open to African-American men in the Navy. What I just said, right? Um, on the night of September 5th, 1942, French was on board the USS Gregory, a destroyer training ship, when it was sunk by the Japanese Navy near the Solomon's Islands. In the aftermath, French helped 15 wounded survivors from the ship into a life raft. Fearing that the raft would drift toward the shore where Japanese troops were located, French towed the raft of wounded survivors toward a different island. He swam between six and eight hours in shark-infested water before being rescued by Marines in a Navy landing craft. Um, do, do I even want to go further? Uh, let, let me get one more um, on, on this. It was instant Robert and Adrian, the only officer from the bridge of the Gregory to survive, who told an Associated Press report about the rescue. He also recounted the narrative on the NBC radio program it happened in the service. Although Ensign Adrian received the Purple Heart for being wounded in action during the attack, French received a letter of commendation for a meritorious conduct in action instead of a medal. Hmm. That's crazy. Crazy. Uh, I, I, I tell you the unique part. I don't know if you guys, when you was reading, you guys really like get it. He told Meaning, you know what I mean? He told, like, he was swimming. He wasn't no another boat, no, no anything, man. He got out there in the shark infested waters and swim the way from the, and swim the raft away from the enemy. It's crazy. It's crazy, bro. Yeah. To get a, to not get a medal. It's crazy, to, too. To not get anything. Um, it's to, 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 to the point that this is, the end of the story, right? And I hate this because it's not the end of the story, but after his military service, French suffered from alcoholism and depression. He died on November 7th, 1956 in San Diego, California. He was only 37 years old. Mm. You know? Sad. And they still, we, we like, I think at this point, we still are um, trying to consider him for a posthumous Medal of Honor. Hmm. At this point, you, I don't know. I don't understand that either. You got somebody else told the story. You know what I mean? Like it ain't like someone's making this shit up. You know what I mean? The story is being told. Um, he's a hero. You know, so I don't know. Yeah, it's let's crazy. let's let's get this guy his medal of honor. You know right. what I'm saying? Let's get him his medal of honor. Like, what's going on? You know what yeah. I mean? Like. It's crazy because they had patriotic trading cards back in the day where like actual uh, soldiers were on trading cards and he was one of the soldiers on a trading card. He was also celebrated in black press and uh, it says subject of a syndicated comic strip. I just hate that like, you know, these times in America, whatever, was like so racist, you know, that like he had to be celebrated in like black press, but like not just American press. Like this is an American who did some, you know, great stuff in our country, save people, you know, all this, but we were just so like blinded by like just racial stuff that like, we can't just give credit. Hatred. Yeah. We yeah. couldn't give credit where credit was due for a great, you know, man doing yeah. something great. Um, that's just, that's so frustrating, man. Um, but yeah, so man, like he was survived by his sister. But I just think that's so dope, man. Uh, Charles Jackson French, we talk about it all the time. But to jump into the shark infested waters, to navigate them, to be tugging 15 people, or however many people we were tugging at that time until being rescued, right? 
never gave yeah. up kind of stuff, man. That's yeah. dope. Four to six hours, crazy. Yeah. Greatness, yeah. man. Greatness. And speaking of greatness, man, um, also I want to talk about um Captain Kimberly Johnson Jones, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as of yesterday. She is the first African-American woman to assume the duties as reactor officer of a nuclear power aircraft carrier. Um, And again, I'm going to say the first African-American woman. Uh, She is the sixth African-American overall reporting on Dwight uh, Eisenhower uh, for her assignment. Uh, That's a big deal, man. And first off, I also want to say I'm looking at a picture, too, man. She looked young as hell. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we talk about we talk about it being a captain. I was like, good gracious. Good looking, uh, good looking black queen right there. Young, man. Beautiful, beautiful black yeah. So uh congratulations, man. Big deal. Uh I'm 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 gonna tell you right now, a lot of people um gonna be looking up and, and looking at your article and be like, wow. You know what I mean? That's it's one of those things, man. We talking about um on a carrier where you have pretty much three captains. That's the COXO and the reactor officer. Those mm-hmm. most those are the assigned captains on there most of the time anyway, uh, and you're one of those three. So uh, congratulations, good job, and I most definitely will be uh, looking forward to what else you do um, in your Navy career. Yeah, dope man. It's still a lot of firsts for black women um, in the military to achieve and accomplish. It's still a lot of firsts. Um, you know, one day hopefully we get all of those first. You know, knocked off the list. Uh, we we yeah. brushed on the other thing, the the the, the general, the two hundred and forty six year Marine uh, thing with the first black, you know that that thing. Uh, my wife's father texted me about that. That's a big deal to. I didn't even know that'd be a big deal to civilians, but he hit me up about that. But that's big, you know. That's that's big stuff, man. Um, like I yeah. said, a lot, lot more first. I remember getting on here venting, you know, frustrated about a first before. So I try my best not to do that, but like. It's just a whole lot more first, man, that we, you know, we, yeah. we, we crazy, getting knocked man. down, man. And I'm glad yeah. that those barriers, I'm glad this isn't the time of Charles uh, Jackson French where we, where they were so blinded by like this, these thoughts that they didn't give credit where credit was due. So I'm glad like we starting to give, you know, people credit where credit is due. Yeah. One day, one hey. day we'll, what's up? Yeah. I want to add to that right there, man. And this credit is due thing is earned though. This ain't nothing yeah. we talking about giving and blah, blah, blah. No, this is earned. You know what I mean? From hard work, uh, getting shit done. Yeah. One day we'll figure it out in the movies and, and you know, and, and stuff like that too, man. Like I heard the dude from Game of Thrones was getting some uh, flack or whatever for the fact that he was black. <laughs> like, like, like in the new Game of Thrones, the House of the Dragon show. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I heard he was getting flack. Like, yo, it's a fake show, man. It's 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 make believe, man. It's, it's it's dragons. And a lot of these things, man. Um, a lot of these, and not just that, but like for instance, like the Yeah, he was getting flagged. It just hit it just hit me because yeah. I watched it. I'm trying to think about who you're talking about, but now yeah, you know, remember, yeah, yeah. like it wasn't really that many like yeah. people of his complexion in the last Game of Thrones show. You know what I'm saying? It was a few yeah. people of color, but not like his complexion. But like yeah. we like I'm a, I'm gonna get this off. Like, like even in like Hollywood, like these cartoons and like a lot of these things existed in a time where like racism was super prevalent, right? And we just built up in our head like this understanding of like these characters, right? But 
if racism wasn't as prevalent, and then all this again is my opinion, but if racism wasn't as prevalent as it was in the times that these old ass characters that we fell in love with, i.e. Ariel from Little Mermaid, i.e. James Bond, whoever it is, like if racism wasn't as prevalent as it, as, you know, as it was then, who knows what race this person would have been? Like it's a make-believe character. Like, like it's not yeah. like a real, it's not a real person, man. Like, 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 so me, I really, I never care about like, like when they decide that, oh, let's go with a different race of this character. Like you was only getting off like a certain race of character back in the fifties, like the forties, like everybody before, like Sidney Poitier came through and kicked Man. down doors. Like he wasn't, it was white guys playing, like famously playing black people in movies years ago, like controversial, of course, like very controversial movies or whatever, but like in blackface type shit. Like, like you wasn't getting off certain characters. So like, let's like people be going off about the cra- craziest stuff. Like the, now when y'all do like the African movies or the movies about Egypt and these people are clearly not, you know, the race of like the people from Africa and Egypt, that'd be the stuff that be getting to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when you watch 300 and like all eight, none of them dudes, like nothing that looked like they would be over there. <laughs> like that, you know, that'd be getting to me. But to make Ariel a black girl, like, come on. Like, like she was a mermaid. Like she, she's not like a real thing. Like, let it like, and, it, and if, if, and if she couldn't be black whenever like little mermaid came out, cause nobody would have wanted to watch them, watch the cartoon. <laughs> like, like it's not yeah. like, I just don't understand like why we, get so up in arms about like and it, it shows me a lot about America too when people get up up in arms about like these make-believe make-believe characters it's like hey what they giving the dude from Game of Thrones shit for is they giving him shit because he was hating on a brother is they giving him shit because he's jealous is they giving him shit no they giving him shit because he's black like oh man that's not you know it's not in line yeah. with the book like 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 yo come on like that yo that just frustrate me I don't like mean to get into it too much or whatever but that stuff just kind of, like, yeah, like it's crazy, crazy. bro. Crazy, <laughs> like, crazy. Let crazy. the mermaid be. The mermaid could be green, bro. <laughs> like, who cares what color this mermaid is, man? Like, if you don't like the movie, you don't like the movie. That's it. And I know that Disney got like different things with different cultures and you know yeah. stuff like that. But they haven't stopped that. Like, they'll, they'll still cover because I like so, Slovakia. I forgot whatever it was that Ariel was or whatever. I, I'm not well versed in Ariel, whatever. But Disney is making sure they still being very inclusive with different races and characters. So they'll, they'll, they'll get it, you know, they'll get it, you know, on the back end, you know, stuff like that. That's my opinion. I know this permission to speak freely is not about the uh, mermaids and Disney <laughs> and stuff like that. But I, I did kind of want to talk about that. Well, definitely. Man. In sad news. Um, all right. First off, if you know someone. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK, right? So 1-800-273-8255. Brother of Marine killed in Afghanistan withdrawal commits suicide at Memorial for a fallen service member. I mean, and just reading that headline alone, um, like, just kind of reeled me in, man. It pulled me in. Uh, the brother of a young Marine killed during a U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan reportedly died by suicide a year later during a recent memorial service for the fallen service member. Um, Lance Corporal Kareem uh, Nikoi, 20 years old, from Norco, California, was one of 13 American troops killed on August 26, 2021, when a suicide bomber detonated an explosive outside of 
the airport as crowds of Americans and Afghan allies sought to flee Taliban fighters taking over control of the capital city. Nearly a year later, his older brother, 28-year-old Dakota Havison, died on August 9th. A press release from Riverside County Sheriff's Department confirmed, though offering a few details. Um, you know, they talking about his older brother of one of the older brother of one of the 13 killed, um, killed himself at his little brother's memorial. Uh, mm. please pray for his family. There must be accountability for this continued carnage, um, suicide awareness. And, uh, you know, the family spoke on him. He wanted to be buried next to his brother, um, who was killed in August while serving his country. It's just, it's, it's sad, you know? Um, so the first thing is, of course, suicide awareness. Uh, the second thing is, it's sad, man, because these young, young soldiers, Marine sailors who really pass away at like very, very young ages with a whole lot of life to live, they leave behind family, you know, whether that be your wife, your siblings, your, your parents, you know, stuff like that. And these people like sad, like they, they like have rough times, man. You know what I'm saying? Especially like, for instance, we talked last week or, you know, a couple of pies ago about a young sailor who passed away within five months of being in the military. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, how, like how hard is that on like your brother, you know, that felt like, damn, they wish they could be there to help or wish they could be there to protect you or wish you wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? So um, I just want to say, uh, you know, prayers for the family of both of those guys. And, um, you know, we're also yeah. at the one year mark of, you know, that that happened August 26th of last year. So we one year removed from, you know, our troops getting pulled out of Afghanistan, bro. Yeah, man. Um, my condolences also to the family, man, um, the mom, the dad, you know, how hard that is right now. on them, man, that's two, two sons, man. Yeah. Two sons, two young sons, too. Um, yeah. So, but uh, I want to also say, man, suicide, this suicide thing is for real, man. Don't don't take anything for granted, man. Like um, it's, it's sources out there that can help you. Um, if anybody's seeing signs, you know, whatever the case may be, um, get help. It's OK for forgive. You can get forgiveness later. You know yeah. what I mean? But if someone needs help, uh, please try your best to, to help them out um, because it's more than just um, that person you know, that commit suicides. It's who they leave behind also. Yeah. 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 You know, um, just hate to, hate to read, hate to see these stories, man. Um, on a, on a lighter note, right. Um, question for you is, um, what's something that's changed in the Navy recently, recent times in the Navy that you hated to see changed, like something that went away that you hated to see go. I'll give you mine first. Yeah, go ahead. I'll give you mine first. Uh, mine is fundraising during the chief season. Um, I think that fundraising. So I agree that I agree with the reason why it was removed from the season. Right. I think that it's better for the season. I think it's better for the selects. I think it's better for uh, teaching somebody to become a chief. Right. I don't think you need it. Uh, fundraising. However, I hate seeing it go because fundraising was the time that I got the most game from like older chiefs, retired chiefs, stuff like that. Cause we would do certain things. For instance, like we would do, uh, we did like a IHOP um, brunch, 
right? Because I went through, the, the year I went through was like the last year. I think that next year we was like, yo, we can't, you know, do fundraising. But we do like, we did like, like our, the selects can't, you know, fundraise during the season. Um, yeah. But we would do like an IHOP brunch or whatever. And we, you know, we got to sell these tickets. It wasn't IHOP. It was Applebee's, but it was pancakes and stuff. But it's like, yo, we got to sell these tickets, a hundred tickets, you know, we got to sell them. So you're going around selling these tickets. You got like retired chiefs coming in, talking to you, like teaching you stuff that networking is like a hundred percent, you know, then you do car washes. You know, so we did a car wash. It's same thing. Like they support and chief selects. They coming through. You're getting a whole lot of information, like super duper, like super valuable. You know, in my opinion, in some ways, more valuable than something that you can learn in a classroom. Right. In my opinion. Right. Because yeah. I know we do like teaching a creed and a lot of that stuff, in my opinion, is uh, things that you kind of know already. Like, uh, you know, what's courage? You know, like, yeah, we, you know, I know what courage is, you know, but it is certain things we need to talk about, like how to handle um, things, training, divo, stuff like that, that we do need, you know what I'm saying? But when you sitting out there and you sitting with somebody who did 26 years, got out, whatever, been in a mess, did this, did this, they, but they giving you so much, like so much knowledge, so much insight. And that used to happen a lot in them fundraising events, whether it be a, a yard sale, something like that. No, and I do understand that. Like when I was a select, we also had the blinders on for fundraising. Like we just, that's all we knew was, yo, we need to make money. Like, how are we going to do this? Like, like every time we sat together, it was like, yo, how are we going to make this money to pay for our, you know, khaki ball or whatever it is that we thought we, you know, had to pay for with that money. So I do understand that, but I just miss like a lot of the season was fundraising, bro. And so a lot of it was networking. And, and I'm not going to say what else could happen there because I, I don't want to give up any spoilers about the season. But a lot of stuff could happen there that like kind of helps you and like last a long time with you. Like you keep it. You yeah. keep it, if you understand in a sense what I'm saying. Like you keep some of that stuff with you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I, I actually miss fundraising. I hate to see it go, but I do understand why why we got rid of it. Yeah, most definitely, man. So my my... Um, you got any thoughts on that before you go to your joint? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely, man. I agree with you totally, man. Um, it is a reason behind it. We kind of understand it, and maybe, maybe it was being you know misused or whatever the case may be. But you are totally um there, man. When this when the stuff you 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 get from that, you know what yeah. I mean? Like a lot of camaraderie, you know what I mean? A lot of things like that you get from um like we used to do it back in the day, like do these fundraisers on like Saturdays, man, bring the whole family out, yeah. meet everybody, you know, talk to everybody. And, and, um, as we doing the fundraiser, you, you doing other chief things to get to know them better yeah. and do all this stuff, man. So all that stuff, um, matters. And, and I, I, I'm sure people out there say, well, you could do something different. You could do this, do that. But it was already in there though. It was already scheduled in there. We didn't have yeah. to make something new up to do because it was already there. We know how it was going to meet people and see people and things like that. Um, so yeah, I, I, I totally agree, man. hundred yeah. percent. Um, mine is what I kind of hate to see go and it may not be already gone fully. And, and also I want to say ahead of time, this is also, I'm going to go right into my do better. Uh -huh. segment with this at the same time because it kind of goes together for me. Um, and it's divisional training, man, in yeah. the schedule. Right? Um, 
And I know, I know I'm going to say it right now. Some of you old heads out there, and I'm probably one of the old heads now too, though. But some of you old heads out there probably saying, you can make it happen. You could do it at 1530. You could do it at 1600. You could do it whatever. I'm here mm-hmm. to tell you, man, when something is in the schedule, it's, it's a lot easier. It's a yeah. lot easier to deal with, man. Um, I'm assuming, I know it's a requirements out there for divisional training. Is it happening? Hmm. Okay. Um, but, but I, I also want to, I'm saying this in the fact of that from my experience, I had a, some of the best training I ever had because it was in the schedule. And I'm, I, and I'm saying this because on one of my ships I was on, we had this thing. I don't know if I talked about this before. We had this thing called uh school to ship. So any of my yeah. guys out there, you know, you know anything about school to ship, man, it was, it was good. It was in the schedule from say seven to eight, right? It was in the schedule once or twice a week. Captain put it out. The ship is on lockdown from that time frame on that day. Mm-hmm. No one is roaming the ship except if you was on watch. You got that training done. It was scheduled. It was in there. You your your training PO had it. It happened, right? So you got your topics. You got everything. We can't do that, and it's not everyone's fault. I'm gonna say that too. The schedule at sea is crazy, and I know this. <laughs> Trust me, I know. So, with that being said, man, that's something that I'm that I'm gonna miss, and I think. The, the junior sailors now really going to miss. Yeah. I felt like I had that coming up. When I had that coming up, man, it helped me tremendously because I learned so much. And you had these guys that wanted to teach this, teach me this stuff. And they mostly wanted to teach me, so they ain't have to do it all. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they wanted to help, help yeah. me help them type stuff. But now I think it's a lot of stuff missing um, from that. And now we're struggling to train sailors now, right? Because of schedule and because of all these different things going on. Um, so I think that's one of the things I'm not trying to tell a ship how to do their business, anything like that, but I'm just saying it's something that's going to be missed and it's something as a command, we have to do better. Yeah. Um, when I got to my first ship, we did departmental training and we did divisional training and it was good training, bro. Like the departmental training, like we would all get into like a classroom or something. If we was in a barge, it'd be like a classroom if we was on a ship either central control station or the, or the training or the like command library, the classroom or whatever. But we yeah. would go somewhere and we would do a real, like a real live departmental training. And it was dope. I know we, I know we did it on a ship and it's cool and good, but sometime in the Navy, we resort to um, like finding like the most junior of sellers to like mm. do something. Right. And it's not bad, but it's like, it's almost like you doing it like a rite of passage kind of, yo, we're going to get our most junior seller to get up here and give training. And it's, that's not a bad idea. That's getting your junior seller geared up, ready to go to give training or whatever. Sometimes that happens and you might get the asshole in the crowd asking them mad questions that they don't know, you know, the answer to or something like putting them on a the spot. And then sometimes it become this moment where you could critique the way like this young seller is giving training after and, and, and stuff like that. Um, I will say this. When I was getting training, departmental training on my first ship, it wasn't no junior seller up there giving the training, right? Yeah. That's not a knock against junior seller, but it was subject matter experts up there, first classes, chiefs, subject matter experts giving the training. Like, like they either did some research or whatever like that, but it wasn't just, just evaluation of like, sometimes I feel like the training sometimes 
now be like the evaluation of like how good the junior seller could give it and not yeah. like the intention of actually like teaching people shit. You know what I mean? Junior sellers up there nervous, making mistakes and all that. You, you, the subject matter expert back there frustrated, like, oh man, why would he fuck this up? Let me not jump. And it's like, yo, why don't you get up there and give the people the training? Cause that's actually the intention of the training. And that moment of time is to teach people stuff or whatever like yeah. that. And so I, you know, I, I see that a lot. Um, and we need to get better with that. Now, inside the division training was dope because you would give it to like, for instance, like Fireman McCullough, right? So then now I got to research my topic so I could give good training or whatever like that. And I'm yeah. okay me being more held to the fire for whatever my training is inside the division, but not like the department of training. You know what I mean? If, yeah. if, if, if what I'm saying, you know, it's kind of like striking a chord or whatever like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. so I, I agree with you. We talked about training a lot. You actually talked about scootership a few times now okay. on the pod. So I know people know you care. You know what I'm saying? I know people know like, yo, Train, he, this scootership. But we talked about it, especially on the episode, the one about a barking dog, man. We got into it. Yeah. Um, my do better is on the lighter side, you know, but it's like a, you know, if you out, you know, and you doing something you're not supposed to do. <laughs> you know, don't wear military pride gear when you committing your illegal acts. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like that's that's not okay. You know what I mean? First of all, you shouldn't be out there doing crazy stuff, but sometimes people do it, right? But don't wear military pride gear when you out committing illegal acts. You know, let me ask you a quick question before I get into this one. Damon, I'ma assume the answer is no already. Right. But I'm gonna <laughs> ask you anyway. Have you ever dined and dashed? No. Okay. And you do know what that is, right? I'm not like uh because you that face is looking like you don't yeah. know what that is. Yeah, so okay. yeah. So dine Wait. and dash is when you go to a restaurant mm-hmm. and you eat. Right? So that's the dine part. Oh, I know. The dash part. Is when you leave without paying. Oh, I never did that. Bro. Okay. All right. So here I go again, confessing, right? Here I go again, confessing the shit that I didn't done. So me and a group of my friends, um, I ain't going to say no names. What up, Cecil Pay? Um, and I forgot <laughs> some of the other guys. Oh, Taran Brown. I think I, I, I might be saying the wrong names, but me, me and the homies, we went to a restaurant in Virginia, Norfolk. If I remember the name of the restaurant, I would tell y'all, but I forgot the name of it. But we go to a restaurant, right? And um, the service was just bad. You know, like, it was bad. The, 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 uh, the waitress didn't seem like she really wanted to deal with us. It was a lot of us. You know, who knows? We probably was drinking. I don't remember us drinking. I don't remember none of the stuff that we might have been doing wrong. But it was a lot of us. Probably like seven of us. We was going out to the club. or Maybe nine of us. We going out later. So, but we went to eat first, frog legs, stuff like that. So whatever place mm-hmm. downtown Norfolk, that's so frog legs. But, but that's where we were. And, um, you know, just having a really good time. So we, at, at some point, right, we just, uh, like, th- like, they never came back around. Like, we got to that point where all we wanted was to check. And we there for like 20, 30 minutes and nobody's coming to our table. So we like, all right, well, if they don't want to come to our table, then I guess that means, like, they want us to roll. So we... We left. We got the fuck up out of there. Like, like, you know, we rode out. Um, yeah. We gets halfway down. 
we get halfway. And, and now this is the redeemable part of the story. So we left there without the intention to pay anything, right? I don't know how much the check is we ran up because, again, it was like nine of us. We get halfway down the street and one of the dudes with us start tapping his pocket, right? Tapping his pocket. And we like, yo, what's up, man? Um, and he like, yo, I left my cell phone in the spot, yo, at the table. <laughs> I'm like, yo, come on, man. Like, we supposed to be dining and dashing. How the hell you leave your cell phone at the spot? <laughs> so we had to go back, you know, mm-hmm. and then we had to act like, I remember we made up this lie, like, yo, somebody had a like, all of us ain't go back. You know, one of our guys had a medical emergency. We had treat them, but we never was leaving. You know, we had to make up this whole story because yeah. they knew we donned and dashed. It's like 10, 15 minutes later, like, you know, even though it was like halfway up the blood, it took us, you know, but we get back. Yeah. And um, they like, what happened? Like, y- y'all y- y'all try to leave? You know, we like, nah, we ain't, you know, and we wound up paying or whatever like that. But we definitely tried to dine and dash. I just yeah, knew man. you never tried to do a dine. Oh, I just no, knew that. Not me, man. Yeah, 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 not me, man. I'm, nah, not at all. They gonna fly yeah. you. You you're gonna fly to heaven first class, man. Yeah. <laughs> you go first class, man. Thanks, no bro. question. Thank no you, questions bro. asked at the pearly go, David. We've been waiting on you, cuz at the Let's pearly go. Gates. Like they go have no like no. You know how they say they got the long list. Nah, that's Damon. Ain't no list, man. All right, so um, two Marines have reportedly staked the claim for one of the most devil dogs Saturdays since seventeen seventy. Right. So mm. after allegedly skipping out on a bill, now check the place they skipped out on a bill at. At a Waffle House <laughs> near MCAS Cherry Point on August 20th, private first class, I ain't going to say their names, right? They went on a bit of a tear, the police said, with one even proudly sporting a USMC sweatshirt during the dine and dash portion of the evening, right? <laughs> so it says, but the night didn't end there. They reportedly went on to vandalize an HH-46 Echo helicopter at the local. So, you know, you would think they went back to the base or something and messed up a helicopter on base. Nah, not these two guys, right? (laughs) They went back to the tourist and event center. They went to a tourist and event center and vandalized a helicopter. The two Marines walked around a number of aircraft on display, police said, before one of them climbed onto an RF-4B Phantom 2 and snapped photos. The pair then tried to spin the helicopter blaze on a HH-46 Echo. Two windows on the helicopter broke in a process. <laughs> they turned themselves in. I guess like they just couldn't take you know, the pressure and guilt that they was dealing with. They say they turned themselves into police and they scheduled to appear at court September the 1st. Mm. Um, they've been charged with injury to real property and the city ordinance violation of disorderly conduct with additional charges potentially forthcoming. Um, and that's pretty much it. Uh, it says the yeah, city. Well, yeah, that's it. Like, like, yeah, that's it. I would love to talk to these guys though. Well, I, t- <laughs> I tell you this, man. First off, um, Waffle House, yeah, right. I love, and I, I'm from Mississippi. I love Waffle House. Don't get it twisted, but Waffle House ain't that big, bro. Yeah, you damn there. If you try, to, if you try to walk up by Waffle House, everybody see who comes in that door, and probably yeah. got a little bell on it right there too, right? <laughs> a little yeah. bell, Papa three, and then everybody know who's leaving. It's not that big. You're not gonna get away. 
I mean, I don't know if they got away or not, but you shouldn't get nah, away. No, they got anyway. away. They got away from Waffle. But Waffle, uh, that Waffle House, I don't think they worried about that $46 check, right? Yeah, probably. I mean, who knows? But still, though, man, it's crazy. Uh, a Waffle House out of all places that you had to be on something to even th- think, which they did get away, to think you can get away from the Waffle House. You had to be on something. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a small ass spot, man. So I, I most definitely would be. And I feel like that. Waffle House employees throwing hands too, bro. Like, I just feel like a Waffle House employee are throwing hands, bro. <laughs> yes, they will. <laughs> like, yes, like they will. <laughs> yes, they will. Hey, hey, bro, where, where you going? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, yo, you messing with my livelihood, cuz. Like, yeah. Yeah, I feel like yeah. a Waffle House employee definitely gonna fight you. Like, mm-hmm. Most hey. definitely. So, speaking of livelihood, Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is a big one. This one been big in recent news, uh, and a lot of people got different thoughts on it. Right. So the U.S. Navy offers more than a hundred k in bonuses, loan repayment for future sellers and prior service members. Uh, if you're interested in joining the U.S. Navy, you could be eligible for more than a hundred thousand dollars up front. <laughs> The Navy recently announced that it has increased its enlistment bonus and loan repayment amounts. Future sellers and prior service members are now eligible for enlistment bonuses and loan repayment up to $115,000. According to the Navy Recruiting Command, those choosing to enlist could get up to up to a $50,000 sign-on bonus and end up to $65,000 in loan forgiveness. To qualify for the bonuses, future sellers and prior service members must be able to leave for training by September 30th, 2022. Navy and other service vets must enter active duty and pay grades E4 or below, meet specific bonus eligibility, and not have received a bonus in our first enlistment. Navy veterans must have had their last tour of active duty or active duty for training in a U.S. Navy or Navy Reserve and have been discharged or released for more than 24 hours. They must have also completed 12 consecutive weeks of active duty or active duty for training. For other service vets like Army, Air Force, Space Force, Marines, or Coast Guard, it's the same requirement. Additionally, Mm. high school seniors who entered the delayed entry program by October 31st, 2022, and graduate from high school prior to shipping in July 2023, can receive up to $10,000. Mm, mm, mm. What's your thoughts on that, man? Well, my thoughts is this, man. When is something going to come out to give me some cheese, man, that says, you know what, keep me in the Navy. I'm going to give you guys, I'm going to give you 65000 to stay in the, to, to 31 years or something, or whatever, to stay in the 27 years, we're going to give you this amount of money. What about us? What about the old heads, man? Y'all but, staying you in know, anyway. You, you staying in? Yeah, y'all staying in anyway. I got to go, bro. I got to go. Bro. <laughs> y'all gotta staying go. in anyway. But uh, first off, man, back to this though, man. Um, I, I'm going to tell you this quick story because when this first came out, I hit this sailor up, man. And they had, they've been out of the Navy a couple years now, maybe a year or two. And I said, mm-hmm. hey, man, it's probably be a good opportunity, you know, if you want to come back in the Navy. And this... Sailor said, man, they're ready to walk on glass barefooted, man. Yeah. <laughs> so so I guess it's not is that popular. To me personally, I'm thinking like, man, if I didn't ran up some debt, you know, on schools or whatever the case may be, this would be a great opportunity, you know, uh, to come back in and, and, and get a little bit of money. But um, I don't know, man. It's another one of those recruiting, recruiting um 
you know, things where we trying to get these sailors in, man, because we can't keep them in and we can't recruit them. So yeah. we try to do everything we can do to, to, to try to get um, sailors in, man. I say I say this, man, for my vet homies that been out or whatever, and y'all looking at that 115000 Give it another <laughs> couple months, man. See how high the Navy run it up. You know what I'm saying? I'm See how the Navy run it up, yo. If they run it up to like 500, they might run it up to a million. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, yo, look, we just going to give you a billion dollars like right now, dude. See how high they run it up. Wait them out. Wait them out because we're going to need people. Like, no, like, so that's me joking, right? Um, I got a couple thoughts about this, though. Uh, one of the thoughts is like I hear people saying that whole like, well, what about me? What about me? Type, you know, thing or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I, me. You know, yeah. I hear that, and I, you know, but it's like, yo, they got your ass already. You, you know, you <laughs> you in here. You know what I mean? But another thing, and yo, so I'm gonna let everybody know right now. All my thoughts on this are, are jokes. Like, I don't have nothing serious about this shit at all, right? Because I really don't care about certain stuff. Um, but uh, what I will say is this: um, imagine being that. Like E five, E four, newly, you know, E four vet who might have been in a while ago before COVID. You know, you didn't dip. You came back. You come back. You one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars up. You know, who the first person you you gonna run into that COVID E four E five in the parking lot? You know, it's going to be some problems, bro. It's going to be some problems. It's going to be some problems. That, that that dude that ain't, you know, the dude or the lady that ain't go on the deployment where they got to touch the damn land. They about to see your fortunate rich ass with 115 G's and your brand new whatever it is you driving. Mm. Like, yo, you mm. ain't putting mm. that work, man. Like, yeah. I, you might get jacked in that parking lot, bro. Late night. <laughs> late night like like yo you getting mm-hmm. jacked so now you got that you got that to kind of leverage like the ones who've been like yo we was in here like you wasn't with us shooting at the gym how the hell you get 115k we didn't been through rhyming we didn't been through all this stuff now you coming <laughs> in getting 115k like Ooh. no you know what I'm saying Boss. another point you made is even the 115k ain't really a lot of people I know, they not even like Damn. perking their ears up to that. Mm-hmm. The only people yeah. I hear reacting is like people in the Navy, like, when y'all going to give us money? That's the most. Yeah. But like, ain't yeah. none of the vets I know even like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's, you know, we need to figure something out. You know, we need to figure out something. And it might not have nothing to do with getting people in. It might have something to do with what we doing for our people when we do get them in. You know what I'm saying? And how that's translating outside. You know, we didn't we didn't came out with Top Gun 2. You know, mm. we didn't came out with the Purple Hearts movie or whatever mm. that we gotta watch and review or whatever. We 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 doing things, the recruiting tactics are there's a couple more Navy movies about to come out. But it's like, yo, what's happening for the like the 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 social media, these news outlets and stuff like that? It's a lot easier for disgruntled sellers to get like they thoughts off, right? Whether that yeah. be Reddit, wherever. Like, and that's trickling out now to civilians, you know? So civilians, I'm, I, I read posts and where you see a civilian like, damn, I ain't know I was like that. Damn, I ain't know. That travels, you know? So they like, man, the military, boom, somebody like, oh man, they giving away 
10,000, you know, and they like, well, it ain't, it ain't going to be worth that 10,000 when you get there and you look at, they, they going right to Facebook showing them like that tray of food that got rotten eggs on it. Like, yo, like, why would you ever, you know, do this? You could do this or whatever like that. So it's like, yeah. it's hard, man. It's hard. It's hard. Uh, but again, and I'm not one of them people that look at the money though, as like, how come, you know, can y'all give me, I would love to get 115. You know what I'm saying? But it ain't no incentive there. Like, yo, just throw me that 115. Let me see what I could do with it. Yeah. You know, you know, let's like put some of that money into the podcast. Let's see what we could do with it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I mean, it is what it is. I mean, hopefully we do get people in because we need them. Um, yeah. We need them. About them. But 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 I think we still got to talk more about, I think as a country, we got to talk more about uh, the state that we're in worldwide, you know? Um and, and, and like, we really got to talk to, I was listening to a podcast and, and like the people were like, they talk about the defense budget and they was like, well, who are we at war with? And I'm like, damn, like Americans really don't know how this shit is for real. Like how close we could be to being at war and mate, not even we could be how close we are. You know, like I said, we don't talk about that too much. We don't hoot and holler about uh, that type of stuff. But yo, we not yeah. too far away from war. You know, yeah. I remember yeah. talking, I, I talked about it on a pod. I remember talking to my sellers about it and they got crazy. You know, um, yeah. I remember I was in a leadership training course and I might've talked about this, but I was in a leadership training course. And one of the chiefs in the training course was like, we need to figure out, you know, he's like our focus, whatever he said, like, but he's like, our focus is war with China. Like he was like, our focus is that he says it was something jokingly, but he was like, we, you know, we trying to figure out how to kill China or whatever he said. And, 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 and the, the instructors were like, they kind of paused the class and they talked to him or something. I think he told me, but it was more it's like, yo, like you can't talk like that. Like we might like offend like Chinese people or whatever. And, you know, I got Chinese friends. I got friends that's Chinese and stuff like that. But he's like, mm. like, I'm just telling the truth. Like we're preparing <laughs> for a war with China. Like, like, it's not like a, this shouldn't be something that's taboo to say. Like, 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 you know what I mean? And that's what he was kind of, you know, uh, getting that. So, I mean, I think like we need to start letting Americans know and understand that part of, uh, of things too. You know what I'm saying? So we bringing yeah. people in, like, like we asking people to join, like, like, you know, what you joining for? You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, yeah, man. I mean, yeah. you know, that's that's kind of like the political, the most most definitely the political side of it, man. People don't understand and people don't uh, realize. Um, but we are, man. Like you, you, you hit it on the head, though, man. We are there, though. Yeah. I mean, we could talk. We talking about uh, like tomorrow, some can jump off. People yes, think, okay, yeah. if some if something happens, it's gonna be no. <laughs> Tomorrow, something can yeah. go. Out. I don't know what country. It's several countries out there. You know what I mean? Trust yeah. me, man. I just, I'm, we, I know the America hit it too. We just, we should, we still airstriking motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like right now. What'd you say? You know, we still airstriking people. Oh like, yeah, yeah, doing yeah, yeah, airstrikes yeah. and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, right we now we still doing that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah so this stuff is like it's real, man. It's, it's very real. Yeah. And, yeah. So and I think about that when I think about like us just telling random Americans like, hey, 
we're going to give you this amount of money or telling vets, we're going to give you this. You know, some people's like worst life experience was the experience. Some people's greatest life experience was the experience they had in the military, but some people had some of their worst life experiences in the military. Some people yeah. left a safe, sound neighborhood at home, came in the military and got sexually assaulted. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, so that's a whole lot to like take in. <laughs> you know, that's a whole lot. Some people never dealt with a racial experience, came in the military, might've dealt with that. Some people never dealt whatever, you know, a lot of shit and came in the military dealt with that. Like some people yeah. was never suicidal, came in the military and became suicidal. So some like that 115, like, come on, you don't know what kind of trauma somebody was dealing with, why they got the hell out of this thing, man. And may, and like you said, we might be able to strengthen our forces if we do, like on a serious note, if we did offer some stuff to the people that's in, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like me, like, I mean, we giving away 115K, like, I don't, I don't have an office, you know what I mean? Like, don't throw me some of that. Give me an office, you know? I walked into this first class, man. Shout out to uh, Boats Hardy, actually. I walked into Boats Hardy office to inspect his program. Mm. Here I go, big, bad, big, bad senior chief inspector walking yeah. into the BM1's office. Man, that thing could fit five of my cubicles in it, man. Like five. I'm looking around. He got the couch on the side. He's like, yo, see pull up a chair. Yeah, he's like, see, you just pull up a chair right here. I'm like, what, like, like, what are you? You know? He was like, you know, I'm Charlie's LPO. And I'm like, yo, LPO get you this type of office, Rob? <laughs> LPO, that's it. Go I'm ahead, Bose. Go ahead now, Bose. Big shots out, Bose. Big shots out. On the deck plates, man. Like, like, and I ain't get no damn office. I, I, my RP1, I walked in his joint. He, he moved now, but I remember going to his joint. Half the size of Boat's joint. Still trumps my cubicle and can print. You know what they damn gave me recently for my cubicle? Privacy shades. It's like a privacy hood that you put on top of your cubicle or whatever. Oh, shit. And, you know, and I was super appreciative, man. You know, I was, when I first moved in, you know, if you go back on my Instagram, you can see I was super appreciative, appreciative, appreciative to have a cubicle. Yeah. Yeah. You know, things have changed. You know, things have changed, <laughs> man. Things have changed, man. Where's my office? I'm going to go through my whole career without ever having a proper office. It's crazy, no. man. You got an office? You ever had an office, Damon? I had an office actually, man, on the on the Nimitz, man. I had a little spot, man, on the, on the when I was on the Nimitz on the ship. Was it an office a, though? As an LP, yeah. Well, it, it was made into an office, but like it that, wasn't it like was no made. tool issue type office though, right? Remember how small tool issue was? No, 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 no. It was no, no, no. It was your joint was big. Yours was bigger than yeah. that. How many years yeah. ago was that? How many years ago was that? About fitting, yeah, man. Right, was yours was bigger ago, than what I had a couple years ago. You know, my yeah, biggest man. office was a four man. Me as an LPO, I got to look over at my Divo and my two damn chiefs every day. <laughs> you know? Yeah, every man. time we all in there, it's a meet. A divisional meet. <laughs> That's hey, it. Well, no we chief. got everybody in here. Let's just go over the 3M boards for the week. <laughs> you know? You most, when, definitely, you most definitely ain't going to pop on the, you know what I'm saying, yeah. no show. <laughs> Imagine the vibes when the division was under investigation. Imagine how the vibes was in that office. <laughs> like, they got no damn office, man. Nobody talking. Nobody. They got 115K. Give it to us, man. We can make commands better. Give it to our MWRs. 
You know what I'm saying? I wish my mess had it going through the season. Give me some mm. of that. All mm. we need is about five. Five. Mm. Give me five. Give me a little piece of that. You know what I mean? That's it, bro. A little piece, man. That's um, it. So, I, and, and thinking about these incentives, it make me think about uh, revisiting the A2P. We talked about the senior enlisted A2P. Because um, we just, when we talked about it with, with Soul, but I feel like we just touched on it. And I feel like we talked a little bit more about, um, we talked more about impact statements and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm seeing, I'm seeing two, two things. Um, but one of the things that I think about when I think about like A2P, I'm thinking about like nines, like master chiefs that might feel like, you know, and some people, I don't know if they could put a finger on what they don't like about it. But I'm thinking about maybe a master chief feeling like somebody didn't like like everything they had to go through to make master chief, right? Yeah. And feeling like this other person that went through the A2P program didn't put in the work that they put in to get selected as a master chief and feeling like they like a master chief light or, or, or feeling like, like they not, you know. Now, this ain't me. That's not the way I think about a lot of things. But I yeah. think that it's people that probably think that, like, yo, you're not really, like, you're not a man, like, you ain't really make Master Chief, man. You went through a program to make Master yeah. Chief, you know. And I wonder how to, if, if it's like different, like, because we talked to a first class that went through A2P, and we know how he got treated by other first classes and the chief and and stuff like that. Do you think that's a thing? You think, or, or, or am I tripping? Well, it could be. Right. It, it really, really could be a thing. Um, I look at it a little bit different. Right. But the only problem. Would I have a problem with it? No, I wouldn't have a problem with it at all because it's a board. Right. It's a board process the same way. Now, I don't know who's on this board. I don't know anything about that. But my problem ain't with with none of that. My problem is with. Everyone cannot put into this program because you gave this program a location, right? Like if you would have said, we need a DCCM, everybody that CN chief put in, blah, 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 right? But no, you said that you want a DCCM at a certain command and that command can be where right now is one in in Virginia, right? Everybody ain't about to pick up a pick up a household and go to Virginia, like right, right. Because this, you so you so everyone can't put in for that. Yeah, right. So that's my own my only issue is that's one of my so, biggest that, issues. So that goes against your other your other thought then about it's a board that kind. In my opinion, that goes against yeah. you saying it's a board thing because, but it is a board, right? But 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 you saying that all right? I can't think like this about somebody that went through A two P. Because I know you won't think about this as somebody about somebody that went through A2P, no matter what. But your reasoning, and I can't think like this about somebody who went through A2P because it's a board. And then your next, your very next statement is saying like, not everybody going to put in for this. Then that mean that the board is not uh, legit, like right? Boarding the best and brightest are the best and most qualified. The board is boarding and siphoning through the people that's willing to go over there. Yeah, I mean, so, that's true. So, so, so saying it's a board, because saying it's a board is like saying it's a fair assessment of candidates or whatever like that. Yeah. But if, 
and that's a whole rank in the Navy. That's paid, that's money and all that. But saying it's a fair assessment of candidates and then saying like, yo, not every candidate is going to go. That, in my opinion, that negates the fact that it's a board. Yeah. You know? It, it, it is a fair shake of the candidates, but you are correct. <laughs> every candidate is not going to put in. So is it a fair shake? Most no. definitely not a fair shake of all the all the the brightest and the best that's out there because everybody's not going to put in. Um, yeah. And but, again, that's not against, yeah. that's not against the yeah. concept of what A2P is or any other candidates, but that's just in responding to the fact that it's a board. Yeah. So yeah. you don't, have you seen any master chiefs or senior chiefs that seem like they was a little off put by this new incentive? No. And, and, and I think, um, I haven't seen any man, but I also think that um, they are needed, right? They are needed in the fleet because what I, what I don't know if you privileged enough, but I know I am not right now of knowing exactly how many, say, for example, in my rate of DCCM in the Navy, how many is, how many, um, and, and this goes back to having the right people at the right place, right? Right people at the right job, right rank, right? All this stuff, right? How many Massachusetts out there in my rating, where they are located right now, what are they are doing, right? When are they retiring? All this type of stuff. And maybe the Navy feel like, hey, we have to add some more to the rank like now, you yeah. know what I mean? Or whatever. I, I don't know all that stuff. You know what I mean? Um, but what I do know is in the last two years, we had 14 Massachusetts got made for DC rating. Mm-hmm. That's a lot, bro. 14. So yeah. um, where are they? What are they doing? Like, like if a why ship needed, I mean, I, I already know I'd be seeing on my page that people are already getting shifted around, doing different things, blah, blah, blah. So I'm um, hoping they put them in the right place, man. But we shouldn't be, I know ain't no way we got, we just made 14 Master Chiefs and you got a, a aircraft carrier out there that don't have a Master Chief on it. Yeah. You know what so, I'm saying? Yeah. So, but again, though, I'm, I'm on a different side of the spectrum than you on the fact that like we've seen, I've seen, we've had first classes on this podcast, right? And there's nothing against the thought or whatever, but we've had, we've sat with like, for instance, like first classes that say like after the selection or whatever, if they ain't make it, they would check um, like somebody fleet temps or something like to see what they had that they didn't have. Right. Um, and I, and, it's, and, I, and I say that, you know, not to even speak on, you know, the first class is saying it, but I say that because it's a real thing. That means there's people out there that that does that. So I can't I can't say sit here and say that it's not a senior chief that will look at somebody that went through A2P a little different than somebody, especially if it's only for a certain area, because that means it's not for that senior chief now. Like, because their family is in Hawaii or whatever. So now I, I can't say it's nobody in the Navy that's like not like, yo, they made Master Chief off of an incentive. Um, yeah. Vice made Master Chief, a DC, for instance, DCCS that have been trying to make Master Chief for however long. And then they just watch somebody else because they're willing to go somewhere because maybe their family and whatever. Like, in my travels are, in my visualization, I've seen people express a little like discontent for the A2P program or whatever like that. I don't have advice for them or whatever. I can't think for them or whatever. I got a different thought. Like um, my thoughts is like, um, if it's 
right for the taking, go get it. You know what I'm saying? If it's yeah. boom, I, I like I'm gonna do what I do no matter what. You know what I mean? Like that that kind of brings us back to what we talked about earlier. But I'm gonna do what I do no matter what. You know what I mean? But I, I do understand the frustration of somebody that was trying to get something for years and years. I'm not saying I agree with it, but I understand it. And they couldn't get it. Or they wound up getting it. Let's say they got it like year 26. They made Mass Chief or whatever. I do understand them being like, man, this bullshit. Like, where was this at when I was at year 22 or at year 21 or whatever? And, yeah. um, you know, we, we talk about us not being jealous, but people get jealous. People get envious. And you see certain things and people being upset. But what I really want to do is talk to a E9, E8 or whatever, who got issues with this, right? Who got issues with the senior list at A2P and hear some of their like more like uh, intellectual thoughts about why they would have issues with this, uh, what it means uh, and, and stuff like that. Because all the only points I'm hitting to is like human thoughts. But I, I do want to know like brass tacks, like, like this is not going to work because of this, or I got thoughts about this because of this, but I know it's some people out there, right? Not everybody, but yeah. I know it's a percentage of people out there that's just purely probably upset because this is something they've been trying to do for X amount of time. And it was this hard or it was Master Chiefs. Remember it was times where it was like, people knew it was like Master Chiefs at the board, like blocking them or whatever. Our Master Chiefs at the board, like selecting people they knew. Like that's a real thing. Ain't none of this shit no fairy tale, yeah. make believe type stuff. Like it was Master Chiefs literally at the board, like making sure that they person got it or whatever like that. And then this thing comes around, right? And I, I don't, I mean, like I, we would have to see the results, like how many people submitted the percentage. Yeah. Cause it sounds like we need people. This don't yeah. sound like something that it's like, this ain't like the golden ticket, the Willy Wonka, in my opinion, this don't sound like the Willy Wonka golden ticket. Like yeah. this shit sell like Snapple facts. Like it's gonna be underneath every cap. Like we need people. Let me, let me tell you something that really pissed me off, though, man. And I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Like, um, we doing this whole uh, A2P again in October. I think. I think it's October, something like that. Uh huh. Right. Next year, when the actual results come out for Master Chief. And they have zero there for any of those fucking rates. <laughs> That's that they, they make it mass cheap. I think I'd be upset then. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> I think right? I'd fucking be upset. I think I would be fucking pissed. If I went in there, like both of these cycles, they said, oh, they need Master Chief DC men in, in fucking wherever, right? Yeah. And I don't put in, I don't do anything. And then that next year comes and they say zero DC Master Chiefs they making. I will be fucking heated, dude. Right. I will not. I will be fucking pissed. Yeah. I'm. Hey. I'm calling somebody too. I mean, you guys know right now. I'm calling. I don't know who it's gonna be. I'm calling somebody. Some yeah. bullshit. Yeah. I'll be. I'll be mad at that. I, I know a lot of people be mad about some shit like that, man. But for yeah. back to the other piece of somebody getting selected, um, and it's me. And of course, you know, I don't. I don't get into all the craziness, yeah, yeah, but ain't true. yeah, but I I can't put energy there. Right, you know what yeah. I mean? I just, I just, I just don't want to put energy there on finding this person name, and then if I see him out there somewhere, say, "Oh man, you the A two P guy." Now, nah, that's right. too much energy for me. I'm not, I'm not yeah. putting that type of energy in there. But, yeah. but yeah, man, I, I can see some people are getting upset. You're right, though, man. Like, 
Um, there's people out there that's been doing this for a long time, putting a lot of hard work in. And um, it's a incentive out there that you cannot even apply for. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's crazy, man. So yeah. I, I feel you. You're right, though, man. That'd be a good conversation to have. Yeah. my Like my story, you know, my story is my story, you know, and yeah. I'm going to get it how I get it. I ain't worried about it. Like we just had recently had um, the whole uh, the student loan thing with Biden. You know what I'm saying? We recently had a student loan thing with Biden. Um, and that's, I think that clears away. Like, th- 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 that's all I'm going to say about this. Because uh, I don't want to get into it. It's something that I've been seeing people go crazy about or the internet or whatever like that. Uh, me personally, it's a lot that I just don't care about. Even with that, you know, it's funny. Like, you know, we do the pod and like, you know, some people with pods got like these crazy opinions about like stuff. And I know a lot of times me and you, we like middle ground it with like all of this stuff. Um, but this one, like, well, first thing is I don't think that higher education should, I think college period is like one of the biggest scams in existence, right? Like me personally, like, 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 cause you can't learn all this shit and then just get the degree, like go take a test. Like, yo, I, I, I have the knowledge and get the degree. Our friends is my wife just got a master's, but it's a million different licenses that she need now to get the job she wants. But I don't even, and they all cost money and all of this shit. Anyway, I think it's yeah. the biggest, you know, scam in the world. But what I want to say is about taxes, right? I'm going to say one thing, like one little, like the taxes, they've been taking so much money out of, of our checks or whatever like that forever. Me personally, I'm not mad at the fact that I know at least where my tax money will be going. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they've been like, I don't, you know, and I know some people probably know and do all the due, due diligence and all that. But like these people are going to find a way to take money from you anyway. Like, I mm-hmm. don't care. I'm, I'm happy to know where my tax money is going. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily mad at my wife. Like, like, for instance, like not to get crazy, like, like in our business, but her college debt is probably like $90,000, right? So what is like $10,000? That's 80,000. Okay, all right. So all right, you take $10,000 off, it's like $80,000. Wow, like her college has been paid for. Like, no, like she still got $80,000 that she got to pay. You know what I mean? Like, whoa, gosh. Like, you know, it just kind of, you know, it just kind of kills me and she didn't ask for it. Like she wasn't like campaigning to get like this. But um, that's just my thoughts. I know people probably, you know, it's two sides of like, the defense on all of that. My first side is that I just think college has been stealing from people forever. You know what I'm saying? Them <laughs> books, the, they charge too much for the books. Like it's, it's just a crazy thing. Education, in my opinion, like the world is a source of education. In my opinion, you could go out in the world and learn things. And I actually, I think we're going to talk about this a little bit later when we talk about officers and stuff like that. But I was reading a list of the people that either dropped out of college or never went to college. And it's a lot of people on that list. Like Steve Jobs is on that list. Bill Gates is on that list. Like it's a lot of people on that list. You know what I mean? Like some of the most successful people in the history of the world is on a list of the people that didn't go to college or whatever like that or dropped out of college or whatever like that. So that's just my, you know, my whole thought process with college. I don't know. man. College is like a, a, a way of like making standards making people pay for these standards um, to legitimize like skill or whatever. And I don't know. I just think it's weird. Yeah. Like, I, don't I mean, I agree, man. At the end of the day, experience and all that's going to have to pay to go. It's going to actually be what gets you where you at, man. Like I, 
I've been going to college for a while, man. You put me in that setting right now. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck going on? You right. know what I mean? So it, it most definitely some. I guess it's saying that you got a little bit of experience and you so I don't know what it what it do when it comes to actually getting the job done on a daily basis. You have to be there. You, know right. I mean? you have to be there. You gotta do some OJT. You know what I mean? All that type of stuff to get it. But yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, at least Biden wasn't, you know, Dariq Banks. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so Dariq Banks, if you don't know who that was, right, <laughs> recently reported uh, a veteran allegedly wiped 48 million of student loans. Right. And uh, he was sentenced to six years. So this dude's like Robin Hood, man. You know what I mean? Like. So it says an army veteran in Georgia was sentenced to six years in prison Monday for running a scheme that exploited a program for disabled vets to get approximately 48 million in outstanding federal student loans fraudulently discharged. Dariq Banks, 41, told more than 500 borrowers that he could get their student loans discharged, canceled essentially, and returned for a fee. Right. That's the only thing that I can't really like. Come on. Are you charging these people? Many of these borrowers believe that banks would do so legitimately, according to a Justice Department news release. And everybody going to say that, you know, like everybody. But when you ask somebody, hey, did you think he was going to do it legit? You're going to be like, yeah, for sure. Like, I knew he wasn't going to do nothing legal, you know, and most of them probably did. Um, But it says uh, banks collected around 891,202 in fees from them borrowers. It's funny, man. Our scam was starting to be like a weekly segment too, man. Uh, yeah. what, what banks really did was send letters on fake Department of uh, Veteran Affairs letterheads to federal student aid. The government offers responsible for student loans claiming that the borrowers were veterans with total or permanent disabilities. Thanks to these supposed disabilities, the borrowers received more than 48 million in loan discharges, which have since been reversed. Man, so now they Man, they couldn't even like let them people get away with this. Like, oh no, nah, you according to court documents. Banks once worked at the VA himself, according to court documents filed by family and members. Yo, we're gonna get into the VA one of these days. I'm just trying to like it's like a Rico case for me with the VA, man. I'm trying to build the case. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm 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 like a fad with the VA. Cause when we get into the VA, man, we got a whole lot to talk about. Um, it says this defendant brazenly stole funds from innocent student loan borrowers by exploiting a financial aid program intended to assist military vets who sacrificed their health for the security of our country. He tricked borrowers into believing that he could legitimately obtain federal student loan discharges for them while attempting to defraud the U.S. government of almost $50 million. He pled guilty. Uh, he faced a maximum sentence of 10 years. Um it says, and leading up to the sentencing, his family members and friends filed letters mm. attesting to his character for a lighter sentence. According to the letters, Banks and his wife have eight children, some of whom are adopted. Right? Man, and don't want to- Can you go ahead and read his wife part? Can you read his wife part? I'm about to. I'm about to. I'm about to. But the reason, only reason why I stopped, because I don't want to get too crazy, but I think if you would- nah, All right, yeah, I ain't going to get too crazy. Let me go straight to, to his wife part. Dariq's big heart is ultimately what led to the situation that we're in now. <laughs> Go ahead, wife. Stand by your yeah, man. Stand by, <laughs> Dariq's yeah, big heart is ultimately what led, what led to the situation that we're in now. I realized that the charges brought against Dariq are very serious and troubling. The bad he did was meant to help people and not harm them. Hmm. After serving his sentence in prison in Atlanta, Banks will be on supervised release for three years. He's also been ordered to pay 
$5,416.69 in restitution. Even though the court set his fine and cost in his fine and cost of incarceration at zero because of his inability to pay. A lawyer for banks did not respond. Sent for, you know, to the comments. This dude got to pay. Not, like, of course, it's an inability to pay. Like, you, that's, that's astronomical numbers. Like, $910,416. That's astronomical numbers, man. Yeah. My man, Dariq can't pay that. Now, what you think of Dariq, man? Is Dariq Robin Hood or... Nah, Dariq ain't Robin Hood, man. Dariq got the scamming, man. And first of all, we're gonna talk about this scamming thing. We don't when you guys hear us talking about scamming, we don't look for this shit, man. It's pop us in the face, man. It's easy. It's yeah. happening every week down there, so it's easy. But um, yeah, man, like, like the dude. I, I just got to the the wife comments just really got me, man. That's really the, my biggest thing. I know people <laughs> people scam all the time, man. They do things, yeah. they 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 trying to win, they trying to do this and do that. But how she said, you know, I mean, he's a good guy. He's just, you know, trying to, you know, uh, do good or whatever the case may be. Big heart, man. His big big heart heart, ultimately led to the situation Um, we in now. But what I'm what I'm saying is this, man, you took people who was not, you know, that disabled and said, hey, I can get this for you. Just give me. Well, when? we don't know if they were that disabled or not, though. I don't know if the article says that they weren't. I, I'm I'm assuming you're right. It didn't, but I'm assuming it because I think what they were saying is that's how they help some of the the people who was disabled. If they was disabled, say a hundred percent and couldn't do, they can get you know money off, right? They get yeah. money off they off they stuff. So yeah, and I think since he right. got I caught, think right. yeah, I think you right he got, too. Yeah, since he got caught up, I'm a thing. I was assuming it wasn't whatever. Yeah, um, I think but, you're right. I think that they yeah. didn't know that he was going to go in because if they knows that, if they knew that, then they're part of the scam too. But I think they yeah. didn't know what he was going to do. They just knew that he was going. Yeah, he was yeah. trying to get him out. Get yeah. him out. Yeah. And uh, you sending this to the VA man, and you saying this. Um, but that's how I see it, though, man. I seen that if I was a scammer, right? I'm trying to get this. Um. I see through this though. I can see if I keep reporting this, somebody gonna do an audit and figure this shit out, man. It seems like eventually we talking about millions of dollars, an audit gonna happen. Yeah. And because, you know, we didn't lost, we didn't lost, well, $48 million. Let's check on this and find out yeah. what's going on. Sooner or later, that shit gonna happen. I couldn't have got the 48 million, bro. I would have got like 500,000 to be like, yeah. I'm good. You know what I mean? 48 million? Oh my goodness, man. So that, that's crazy to me. Um, for one. And just the fact that, man, like, um, I know family is family and all that stuff, man. But when somebody make a mistake, let's own that mistake, man. Let's yeah. own this scammer. Let's let him do his time and let him do his thing or whatever the case may be, man. But sometimes you got in order, I would learn from a young age, man, in order to get better at something, you gotta own it, man. So you, know you don't think mean? he was Robin Hood? No, that motherfucker wasn't no Robin Hood, man. I just he was trying to take said, care of them. He was trying to take care of them eight kids. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That's what he was trying to do. And that's man, just like, it. you got to see that coming. Like you said, like, you know, like I said, like $90,000 in college debt. And my man, like, yo, just give me $1,200. I get all that wiped out. It's like, yo, it can't. Like, how? Your like, face don't frown good. up. True. Your frown, like, if your face don't frown up to that yeah. shit. Like, yo, you got to tell me how, man. You know, for yeah. 1200 Because he I only, just like, 
he only owe almost owe, like close to a million, which means he yeah. just got to pay back. Um, Part he got to pay back the people that he took the money from yeah. or whatever like that. So he owe like close to a million, and then the colleges they yeah. pretty much like all right, y'all still owe us. So so yeah. the people that owe me still owe me. Yeah, like I, said, I can see it though, bro. Think about it. If if I if you was you a disabled veteran, right, and you're not all messed up, you just just like a you know whatever, hundred yeah. percent, whatever they do, right. And I go tell you, hey, I can get you out of all. Get the only thing you got to be is a disabled veteran, and I can get yeah. you out of all your debt. I could get right that on whatever off. case may be. Yeah. Oh, they do. You could do that. Yeah. Oh, okay. and he used to work at the vet, so he probably like. Used to work at the vet. I used to work at the vet. Yeah, I, I know you can do that. Yeah. I got the insights. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. Because yeah. the VA is a, is a crazy place, man. man. Like, I, I keep like hearing three, horror stories. Two or three vet, two or three VA scams we already Yeah, we didn't record it a couple. Yeah. I keep, <laughs> and it's always like somebody that worked there. Like, like they just always. be on a get back. Like, they be like, yeah. all right, yeah, yeah. Y'all done got me for X amount of years. I'm going to get y'all back real quick. And mm-hmm. I figured out the scheme or whatever. Yep. I actually got a friend. I got a friend that works there. I never really heard. Nothing from her um, complaining, but I got a family member that works there and who recently went on like a nice, well-articulated rant about the issues with the VA or whatever. So yeah, VA, remember VA, the same place that we reported our first do better about, about like somebody getting dropped off and them not seeing the person at the hospital yeah, um, because the person ain't have an ID and the person wound up dying. That's the same. Yeah, man. VA. Come on yeah. now. Yeah. Come on. But shout out to the Marines who uh, the Corps will stop punishing Marines based on tape tests. Start using modern scanners and measure uh, to measure body fat. So yeah. I don't even need to get into the article pretty much, but it just uh, it just says that uh, starting in the first day of 2023, commanders will no longer formally assign Marines to his um, body composition program designed to help overweight troops lose weight or separate Marines for failing to lose weight. While in the BCP, unless body fat is estimated by dual energy, X-ray, adsorptiometry, or DEXA, or bioelectrical impedance analysis, BIA. Um, so that's good. I mean, they finished, they getting, they kind of doing away with the tape. Um, and they going toward the, I know some people might not like that. Some people in the Navy might not like that. <laughs> You know my take on this, man, and and I don't know if this ever happened before. I don't know if you ever heard about this. Uh, back when we back in the day, a little bit, man, people was getting kicked out. I want you guys to know, people was getting kicked out because they fail uh, the PR the, the PFA, which is both PRT and BCA, right? The measurements, yeah. right? It was getting kicked out of the Navy. That is not an accurate measurement, man, of your right. body percentage. No, not at all. I wanna know if anybody ever tried to like sue somebody or something. You didn't kick me out. And this is no shit not accurate. At all. <laughs> you know That's what I mean? Shit that like, like five-year-olds with their yo, put the yes. tape around his neck and put the tape around his belly. <laughs> this is not. Yeah, no. Yeah. Now I can see you going and you do the measurements, you know what I mean? Like they like they talking about you know, Marines doing now. You do those type of measurements, you find, okay, yeah, this person is blah, blah. This, you know get them out of whatever case it be. But we talking about how many sailors we didn't, good sailors. Yeah. That we didn't kicked out of the Navy over a freaking tape, you yeah. know? Um, and you think is, do you think stuff like that that happened in the Navy now is this is one of the reasons why we are changing? 
Well, we ain't changed yet. The Navy haven't yeah. changed yet, but it's coming we to it. Marine we be the last we, ones. Yeah, we be yeah, the we, last It's, it's going to happen, but it could be a reason why we 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 um trying to change this a little bit. And you see a lot of stuff happening with with PRTs and and, and uh, B, uh, BCAs and PHA in a whole now lately. Yeah. It's a lot of different stuff trying to happen. Maybe it's coming because of this stuff, man. We didn't kick out so many damn people. Yeah, it's you like know, if, you, if your neck ain't big. You know, you done. You got a little neck. You done, little neck, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> you pulling that, thir- that thirteen, that thirteen, fourteen neck player. You <laughs> it's a wrap, dude. Yo, so how, like, how they supposed to measure you? How they how you supposed to get measured though? Like, how you, like? Because I just did a BCA, yeah, and I got taped. But how you supposed yeah. to get taped? So they, what's the, well, the first? New- what's the first uh, way you supposed to get taped? First way is your I've got the name of Iliac. The Iliac, huh? right? The Iliac, right? Like the Iliac. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's from like what your hip top of your hips or whatever around or something like that. That's the that's like the first option. That's like option A. Yeah, first right? option. Yeah. That one you gotta and be thirty for males. Yeah. You, you, you gotta go be what? To, that's do you gotta be, I think it's thirty nine. You gotta be uh you yeah, can't like, be yeah, over thirty nine. Yeah. But if that and, don't work, if that don't work, then you get roped and choked, right? Yeah, yeah. That 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 sounds like the most racist, like a uh, Jim Crow era. Yeah, <laughs> rope the chokes, <laughs> rope the chokes sound like the most Jim Crow era shit I've ever heard. But so we, after that, <laughs> after that, you get roped and choked, right? Hey, we don't need to use that number. That just sounds bad. <laughs> we most definitely need to quit saying that shit. Oh, man. round them up, <laughs> round them up. That's rope, rope and choke, choke. <laughs> that don't sound oh, good. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't even know if we should be laughing at that, but yeah. (laughs) After that, you get roped to choke. Oh my goodness. That sounds like some chicken assembly line type shit. You know what I mean? Like, like, all right. So, because I recently got weighed in and they they went straight to roping and choking. Like, we didn't do that. Oh, no. Yeah, we ain't do it. And I was like, damn, I'm like, I can foul this rope and choke. Like, like, I thought we was going to do it right. Yeah, they didn't do it right, bro. They didn't do it right. Most definitely didn't do it right. Okay. And then Uh, they spoke spoke about like BCAs about age groups too. Like uh, percentages with age groups and stuff. So that's some stuff I didn't uh, really kind of know either. But I'm like, damn, like. Yeah, man, them age groups, them age groups can get your ass on felt though. You gotta yeah. watch that shit. Age groups get you on fair, but yeah, but it changed though. Yeah. You know they throw that they throw that now. You gotta be over twenty. I think it's twenty six percent still. Um, where that kind of like man, you gotta be huge. Yeah. You know what I mean? The twenty six percent is a lot. So that rope and choke threw me off though, bro. Like I mean, yeah, yeah, getting it first threw me off. But you could be close to forty and be nowhere near twenty six percent. Yeah, you know that's why you know that's why they go to rope and choke next. That that but that kind of threw me off. Um, quick question. This is a quick one. Uh, do you greet strangers? Yes. Uh, you say that, hi to people. No, yeah. It's a Mississippi yeah. thing. I don't know. I just always done it, man. I, I always like, hey, how you doing? Hey, hey, hey. Hold a door too if I'm coming through. I always hold a door. Yeah. Um, how far away like, though? How far back? Like how far back is the person when you hold the door? I think we no, talked about be, this before. The yeah, they better be right behind me. They got to be right close, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't make me they, run. Like, don't make me run, dog. Like, <laughs> they close, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not the, you know, you know, what, you know what I came out my nose, man. Oh, man. I need hey. to get a tissue. I need to get a tissue, man. Hey. Oh, man. Hold on, man. Go, Let me get go a ahead, tissue. Go ahead, man. Go Let me ahead. get a tissue. Go you you going to hold it down? You going to talk to I'm, the people? Yeah, I'm going to talk to the people. Hey, so... What I have done, man, uh, before 
where when I come back and I look back and I'm holding the door for somebody and I look back at them and they too far back for me to hold the door, but I do give them the nod that I'm going to let this door go. Right. I'm going to let the name that is that bad as good. I don't know, but I do give them the nod and say, Hey, you know what? I'm about to let this door go. Right. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm, cause when I, I was, I was telling them double how I'm going to give them the nod. I'm about to let this go, door go if they too far back. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm going to hold it. I'm going to open it. I'm going to look back at them. If they too far, I'm going to give them yeah, a little nod. Yeah, I'm not going to hold this door. Yeah. For you for the walk from way back there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I give him a nod. At least give him some love. Give him a little nod. And, yeah. and it's a respectful nod. Like they both, like we both, you know, acknowledge that <laughs> I'm not going to hold that door that yeah, long. Like, you know what I mean? Make, so. Don't make me wrong, yeah. man. But um, yeah, but, but, but we're greeting people. I do the same thing. I remember when I first met Angeline and we talked on the phone, she would say bye to everybody at the job. You know what I mean? I don't know if I brought this up before in a pod, man. We talked about so much stuff. And I'd be like, yo, girl, like we're on the phone. Like, what's up? Like you saying, you can't say bye to every single person in the building. <laughs> and, and that wasn't how I was. But then eventually I started becoming that kind of person that I greet everybody. I say hi to them. But sometimes I greet people, man, and they just stone faced. Like, and I thought that was just on the ship. Like, you know, yeah. like you know, some sailors might be in a bad mood, whatever. They don't feel like talking. But it'd be it's like civilians, just anybody nowadays. Like there's this one dude in my office, though, he like clean up. And for some reason, he's singing this song about how he clean up. Like it's weird. He'd be like, I'm the working man, work, work man, I'm the working mm-hmm. man. Like I'd be like, why are you doing this? Like, like, <laughs> like he really say, like he he really be work. Like when you see him, you like, hey, what's up, man? He like, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, I'm just working, I'm the working man. I'm working. <laughs> like, I'd be like, yo, chill out, dog. But uh but yeah, but outside of that, like not a lot of people, it'd be the people that work at Fleet and Family. Like I, I, I'm going to say names. Like some of the people work at Fleet and Family, like y'all, y'all ain't speaking to people, man. Like, yeah, but man. it ain't just them, it's other people too. Um, but I don't know. I mean, am I starting to be alone in the island with like wanting to say hi to people or like, nah, I don't think you're on the island, man. I I think, um, I think it's, it's most definitely a thing though. It's yeah. most definitely a thing, man. Like I was, I was just actually talking to my um son and my youngest son about this, man. Like he get in the car with me, and I, I'm waiting on him to speak. Right. You know what I mean? Like maybe just a thing. I don't know, man. I speak to him like time you get in. I said, man, you know you ain't said nothing to nobody when you got in the car. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like what's what's going on? Like I don't know, man. Yeah, we starting to be a little anti-social. You know, yeah. social media is expanding, but in real life, we starting to be a little, and I, I'm not trying to hold a conversation, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I do like it in the morning when somebody sparks some small talk in the elevator or something like that. Yeah. Everybody yeah. be so like, like beeline into wherever they need to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I had a very interesting um, incident happen in Philly when I was in Philly at a hotel with a general manager that tried to, tried to beeline uh, us after we had a complaint about a room, I had to reeling back in a little bit. Like, hey, mm-hmm. like, nah, you can't, you can't do this. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. We customers, we need your service. We have a problem. You can't not speak to yeah. us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that was just off principle. I ain't gonna get into it on a podcast. Hey, you know what? You know what? Like that that same thing you saying right there, man. Like me personally, and this this is this is one thing that I know Ella gonna hear this. She may she may say something about this, but I tell you this, that's where me, if I have a prop, say a room, for example, you had a problem with the room, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go through the proper channels to handle this. 
but I do know I paid my money for it. I'm not going to sleep in here. Right? Yeah. Ella? <laughs> Ella coming downstairs. She not even, the reception is at the desk. I don't want the manager. Yeah. Off top. It is going straight, straight to that. Me, I'm trying to like go through channels and yeah, I think, you know, you guys yeah. got to jack the room. You know, can you guys do something about this? Blah, blah, blah. Hey, I need to talk to the manager. Yeah. And do and and do I respect that so freaking much, man. And I'm learning, like, I'm actually learning from this, man. When you you get results, she gets results, man. Like me, I'm trying to go through this and and and, and trying to be nice about it and 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 try, but I feel I figure out though, you know what? When you don't talk directly to that manager, it's probably more rooms that look like this. Yeah. Ours was two rooms, bro. Yeah, see ours two was, rooms. Yeah. Yeah. I I I don't want to get into the story, but ours was like two rooms. One was dirty. Yeah. Um, and then the other one was dirty too. So by the yeah. second time, the first time the dirty room, that's happened before. We go to a hotel, it might be something. Angeline, she got high standards when it comes to stuff like that. It might be something. So the first room, she just went downstairs. And I'm like, she'll call me, tell me what room we in. But we go to the next room, same thing, dirty. So she goes down and she goes to talk to. Um, you know, the manager. And at some point I'm looking at like this sign of theirs that says like, we pride ourselves in standards. If it's a room, there mm. is some colors. But like mm. this whole situation that I'm, I'm probably, I don't want to speak to the whole situation. It was just, at this point it's 1230 at night and we in a lobby and we talking to the, you know, the guy at the desk and he's like, uh, I want to say the maitre d' or whatever, but he, he, he's like, yo, um, pretty much the manager going to go up to the room manager, but he beelines passes to go to mm-hmm. the room. The manager beelines passes to go to the room, goes to the room, whatever he does. He be, he don't even, he come another way when he come the other way and don't even talk to us, you know, again, after going to the room, next thing you know, the young dude comes back out, says something to us about, we can't get a room. Um, There's no more rooms, no fault. Like, you know, all this stuff. It's like, yo, all we want to do is go to sleep. It's 1230. Uh, Left, I'm all the way here from like DC. Um, like all we want to do is go to sleep. But then I'm like, yo, by the way, like, yeah. And this was the general manager. It's no what, you know, he's like, yo, this is the highest you could go. You know, I'm like, well, this guy mm-hmm. just walked right past us. You know, so then I eventually, you know, and it's way more, you know, way more kind of, you know, thought one of the, my, my biggest thought process was the struggle for them to understand that all we wanted was to do was go to sleep in a room. Vice wanting money wanting compensation, compensation, mm-hmm. anything like that. We didn't want none of that. Like it was a lady at the desk, like you, y'all should take videos. It'd be better to get money. And, and, you know, and we trying to tell her like, yo, we don't want none of that. Like it's 1230. We're here because a close member in our like family tree, friendship tree passed away. That's the only reason we're in Philly. Like we don't yeah. want money. We just want to go to sleep. Like that's it. Like, you know, and I think that was hard for them to understand. You know what I mean? Even the general manager, dude, because, you know, the young boy like, well, you could leave, but it'd be no fault. It'd be no fault. We just let y'all go. I'm like, no fault. I don't even know what that means. You know, so we <laughs> called the general manager dude over and I finally start talking to him. And I'm like, kind of like now and I'm giving him like a lecture about like when you in that position and you, you got your junior people talking to people when it's a problem and the way you need to approach that situation. You got a 20 year old nothing wrong with his age, but probably new to this company, new to this hotel company, talking to customers who just had two dirty rooms, not one, two, and it's 1230. 
Yeah. Like you need to make your way over and say a word or two. Like it's time. Yeah. Like, like yeah. maybe the first room, no, but the second room, like uh, we sitting in the lobby and I told him, I'm like, yo, we've been to this hotel before. We like it. We like the hotel. We like the hotel bar, the hotel restaurant. And it's in the close vicinity of my friends. I'm like, and we intend to come back to this hotel as well. The only thing that can mess up our experience with this whole hotel right now is you. You're it. Like the general manager, you can mess our whole experience up. You know, like I didn't even want to get that deep into it. But yeah, it was general manager. And it's just a thing now about just people being social. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, bro, like I'm seeing so many people that I didn't know had thoughts and I don't want to get into it. But like people that was like not that social period in like the Navy and stuff, but like on social media, they like a completely like, damn, that's who you are. You know, that's who I was working side by side with. Yeah, like, crazy, like, like you know, but I, you know, and like, and I'm neutral, but if you talk to me, you're going to get whatever it is that I have to offer, you know, unless yep. you're a young seller and I'm tailoring like something to, to be a little bit more on the side of like sensitivity and understanding before you figure out who I am as a person. But when you know me, mm-hmm. like we've been working together for like, and that's anybody, but we've been working together for like a year and you know me and you understand like that I'm super sarcastic. You understand that if I say some asshole shit that it's not really because I'm an asshole, it's just the way my mind works, then you're going to get like all of me every single time. But until we break that barrier, you know, I'm going to be a little kind of watching what I say type stuff, but because you don't know my intent yet, you know, but you know, all of that sprung off us just talking about people not saying hi in the morning. Know. You know, but I I I I, I, I be close to like like sometimes, and it's me, I know, but it's like, damn, I'm like, yo, what's going on? Is everybody just yeah, like uh, not saying nothing to people anymore? Like it's crazy, bro. Yeah, you know, and I, I mean? most definitely feel a certain type of way too. I ain't gonna lie, I walk by somebody, I speak, they don't speak. I feel a certain type of way. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I mean, I, <laughs> and depending on the situation, I might say it twice, like hi. If they don't say nothing, I say it again. Like <laughs> you, you yeah. hear me, like type stuff. But and, yeah, and, and, and the crazy thing is. And it's ways that I'm like that too. Like if I'm at work and I shut the door to my little cubicle that I hate or whatever, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to small talk everybody that walk past here to go to the bathroom or I go get coffee. I don't want to have yeah. conversations or when I'm at the gym. It's this dude, man. Like, you know, another chief, man. Like, hey, bro, lay you to death if you listen to the pod. I don't know if you listen to the pod. Be trying to talk to me in the gym. And like when I, and sometimes I'm coming in a little later than normal. So I'm already, I, I be calculating my whole workout before you, I don't want to talk to you at all. Like we don't have to say one <laughs> word in the gym. It'd be people I know in the gym, like force be in there. I'm not like, you know, like I said, I don't force things. So, I mean, that's like a little double, no pun intended. You know what I mean? But like, I, like hey, force, like get your workout in. You got it, you know? I, I saw Forrest the other day. I, you know, I nod to him. You know, he nod. He like, yo, don't I? And I'm running the seasons. So he run into so many chiefs that probably hey, Forrest. He's like, yo, don't I know you from somewhere? I'm like, you know, I work such and such. But I ain't, I knew I could get into more. Like, you know, plus I'm running the season and Forrest be, oh, yeah. Dude. Nah, like, yo, put your reps up. Put your weights up. Let's go. Like, I, bro, like, I'm I'm serious. Even if it's me and you and we're, and we're great, yeah. you know, friends, we might link up you know, in a locker room after, or even maybe after, I don't even really want to talk in a locker room that much. Yeah. When we get out the gym, hey, Damon, what up? I see you in here. You know, after, after, let's link up after we work out. But I'm not, I'm yeah. going to walk past you like I don't know you in the gym. Stop talking yeah. to me in the gym. Don't talk yeah. to me in the gym. 
You know, most uh, definitely. I mean, that that's 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 a, a fact. I mean, I have spoke to people like 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 when I say I wouldn't necessarily don't don't talk to me, but it's mo- it should be a mutual head nod type deal. That's what I think about. You see me like, what's up, bro? And yeah, we keep it moving. It. Yeah, that's do it, your workout. That's it. That's it. Don't that's lean it. on the wall like, hey, man. How, <laughs> like we've been having this hour yeah, conversation. Nah, do be like, how'd the meeting go? Like, yo, look at the minutes, bro. Like, <laughs> like, yo, check the minutes, bro. Don't talk to me in the gym, bro. I oh, love you. Don't talk man. to me in the gym. It's funny because that made me think of something my admiral said recently. She said, don't ask me about command decisions at like command picnics and stuff. Like, they, like don't ask yeah. me like my vote because she was like, that happens sometimes. People be like, hey, we should start doing this. And she's like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. And then like that person leaves that conversation and like you see an email like, hey, yeah, I had a conversation with the Admiral. Admiral said, like, it's like, <laughs> she's like, like, no, like this happened at a command yeah, yeah. picnic. I didn't see whatever. that shit happen before. Yeah. All right, let's get into this uh, uh, um, shit. A couple of pictures that I came across. Uh, on the internet, uh, the first one was a uh, um, yeah. It is. Hey guys, this might be a longer pod today. I uh, hope you guys uh, know that. Um, but uh, this first one was it was on Reddit. It says, "Do you think a civilian company should have a chief's mess?" Right. And then here's the blurb. It says, "I worked for a Fortune 500 company a few years back. They hired vets quite often from all branches. We had E7 and above too." On a training class with several Navy folks, including the instructor, he shared the news that one of the top dogs was trying to build a chief's mess in the building. <laughs> he didn't seem to like the idea, and he was also a chief. He said, we left the Navy. Stop trying to make this place like the Navy. He was a straight shooter. Are some of these egos that big? Have you heard similar stories? He said, I wanted to add it never went through. Top exec said, mess hard request shit denied. <laughs> but what's your thought? Like, 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 I don't think it's an ego thing. I just think it's a like something else. Like, don't want to yeah. give up. Like, don't ever want to let yeah. it die type thing. But what's your thoughts yeah. on like having the Chiefs mess at like the civilian company? Nah, bro. I ain't <laughs> trying to do all that. <laughs> like, if you trying to find a way to have some camaraderie, had a way to meet up and do all this, yeah. that part of it. That's okay, whatever. We can do stuff like that. But we ain't finna name it the Chief Mess. We ain't finna yeah. talk about Chief Mess shit. We ain't finna do none of that stuff, man. I, we did that for a long time, man. We trying to start a new, a new, new era. You know what I mean? In our, in our lives, and the chief. I don't want the chief mess to be a part of it, right there, man. Like, and when, and when I'm in the navy, man. I'm a chief. I'm always a chief, and all that good stuff. But uh, I'm not gonna go to my civilian job and say, "Hey, man, hey, what you guys think about you know having a chief mess, bro?" Nah, <laughs> I can't even. I can't even do it, man. That's These crazy. ideas come from alcohol, bro. So, Got Got you. happy hour. Five of them bonding over, you know, some old fashioned in Manhattan, something that, you know, these chiefs drinking or whatever, our beer, <laughs> you know, but like, and they just like, yo, you know, it'd be a great idea if we bring back the mess from, you know, when yeah, we was in bro. or whatever. And dudes, you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got that one dude that don't understand that like drunk deals should never be repeated again. You know what I mean? It's like when you drunk and y'all are couples and y'all talk about the destination trip, like that y'all always yeah. talk about whenever y'all get drunk, oh, we need to go to the Bahamas together. Like, <laughs> but you get that one person the next day sobering up, like, yo, was we for real about the... No, we were not for real about the Bahamas <laughs> trip. We was drunk, bro. <laughs> but, 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 you know, that's what he did. So he come back to the, to, to the work the next day, like, yo, bro, like, I'm serious about this mess thing. I'm going to email 
you know, my man from USS last ship or whatever, I'm going to tell him to send a copy of the bylaws over and we're going to, yeah. you know, put together a request. Boom, boom, boom. Like, come on, man. Give it up. Bro, Give are you it serious, up. bro? <laughs> Give crazy. it up, man. That's just funny to me, bro. Like, that's so funny to me. Like, yeah, um, that was crazy, man. Another thing that was funny, right? So Delta Airlines back in <laughs> Delta, Delta Airlines. <laughs> yes, indeed. But like I, like I said before, like it, they initially marketed toothpaste for dating and not cleaning your teeth. So, but like that's how they used to market back in the day. But Delta yeah. Air Airlines back in 1973, was it? Was it 1973? Yeah, it man. says uh, to the guy who's got a girl in every city. Delta will fly you there at 50% off. So this was Delta's military like uh, promotion incentive for like military discounts or whatever, right? But it's like, and, and this is going to be, this going to be on the YouTube, right? But you got the girl, you got your Chicago, it's six pictures of six women, six beautiful women. It says your, your Chicago cutie, your Miami minx. I never even heard that, like minx. minx. Like that's an old school <laughs> term, yo. <laughs> it says yeah, yeah, your lost yeah, it's like a cat. Your Los Angeles lovely, your San Francisco sweetie, your New York knockout, your Dallas darling, right? And then it says Delta's fast non-stops get your leave off to a flying start. <laughs> So you've more time and more money to fly high with her. Delta's special U.S. military personnel fares give you 50% off any military standby anytime. That's crazy. Uh, 50% 50 off on military standby anytime. Or third off on a guaranteed reserve seat plan. Good all the time except between 2.01 and 11.59 p.m. on Fridays and Sundays. So take advantage of Delta's thrifty fares. You pay half, we pay half, and you have all the fun. Delta, Delta was out of control, wild, bro. bro. Delta is out of control, <laughs> man. Oh my goodness, dude. Delta was you, sick, yo. You pay 50, I pay 50, you have all the all fun. All the fun. What <laughs> That's crazy, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Miami Minx or whatever it is. Oh uh, man. That's Minx, sick, bro. yo. Yeah. Star card. Star card, right? So I was thinking about uh <laughs> I was thinking about a star card. I was somewhere um, and I was using a star card. And I was like, I wonder why like uh, the star card isn't like, why you can't use it like other places, right? You know, I'm like, I'm like exchange credit program would still be the people you pay back. But why can't you go to like Best Buy and like use it or whatever? Probably because I wanted to use it somewhere else, right? But I'm like, why can't you do that? And then I, I and I was like, yo, that would be a genius idea if Starcard opened up the Starcard to use other if if well if my Navy Exchange opened up the Starcard to use in other places. But then I quickly thought to myself, I'm like, no, actually, the genius idea is that the Starcard doesn't have that shit available for use in other places. So it's like, yo, we gonna give you this credit, right? However much credit, but the only place you could spend this credit we give you is at our um, installations or whatever, our entities. So we give you the money and we recycle that money mm-hmm. back to funnel through us, to you, through us, to you, through us, to you. And I just thought that was a genius ass idea. 
when I really yeah. thought about it. That was it. That was all I had with the star card. Yeah, no, de- most definitely a great idea, man. Um, I, yeah, I mean, and then it depends on, I don't know what it depends on, but they give you a certain number. That's your number. You yeah. know what I mean? You spend it back. You know what I mean? With us, man. Like, yeah, you just like put it right back. It's all in. about. It's all it's about, man. Like, but yeah, it's great. I, I, when you when you lay it down like that, man, it is a great idea. Um, genius, bro. Genius. Yeah, yeah most definitely. Um, genius. Should the Navy take a second look at pay gaps between officers and enlisted? So I was somewhere looking at something and somebody said they felt like the disparity between officers and listed pay was just crazy. And they was talking about from like a master chief to like a, a junior officer. Like it's like, yo, they get yeah. paid like way more money than, you know, they get paid or whatever like that. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? I mean, I think I think they should take a look at it. I mean, and it's me just talking about it like, you know, right now and I haven't did no you know, deep dive into it or anything like that. But you are correct, man. I think the, like, for example, I mean, we say master chief, we talking about CMC also, right? When we say we're talking about master chiefs and we talking about part of the triad, and yeah. you got a junior officer there is probably making more money than a than a, a, a person that is part of the triad, man, you know, yeah. um, of the ship. So now, with that being said, um, you got these kids out here coming out of college for years and coming out again, probably paid more than these E5s, E6s, and probably Chiefs, some of the Chiefs too. So, I mean, it is a thing. Should we take a look at it? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Should they get paid a little more um, because they did four years of college? That goes back to what we talked about with the education. <laughs> the yeah. education piece, that don't really mean a whole lot, but it matters. You know what I mean? Yeah. It matters. So, um, yeah, man, I, I kind of agree a little bit with it, man. Um, and we should take a, a, a deeper uh, look at this, man, because we, we, one thing about the, you know, them, that E6 to E9 area, man, we do a lot, bro. Not mm-hmm. saying E5, E4s don't, but when you at that management, really like management and leadership level, we do a lot. Um, and, and believe it or not, we mold these young young officers too, um, and 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 to become, you know, what they gonna become in the navy, captains and all this type of stuff. Um, yeah, but I think it, I mean, I most definitely think it's something we 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 can look at, man. Take a look at. Yeah. So, man. So let's. So you brought up something about college. Um, what's the difference between enlisted and officer? Damn near, I mean, college. I mean, like at the end of the day, that's one of the biggest things. Like, like right now, you can be enlisted and if you have a college degree, you can cross over to the officer world way easier than anything if you already yeah. got that college degree. So I, mean, I think that's one of the biggest things. So now this is just a thought, right? So we have, you know, we talk a lot. Sometimes we got this is a thought. Do you think the concept that to be an officer, like you had to go to college? I love I don't want no officer to get offended or not. But you think like the 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 concept to be an officer, you had to go to college. Do you think that's an old concept? No. So you think I think, now- I think, I think it's still a, a concept. Yes, it's different ways to become an officer um, in the military. But if I was out there thinking the old concept, I'm thinking to myself, they 
they are becoming an officer, depending on how what way they're going. I'm thinking they educated. So, know? so, so, like, what? So, what I mean is like, if Bill Gates, just going, it's a weird way to ask this question. But if so, Bill Gates didn't have a college degree, mm-hmm. right? Should he not be an officer in the Navy? Um, well, I wouldn't say he shouldn't be an officer because like we just said, it's different ways of becoming an officer. Um, but Bill Gates, man, yeah, he should be. I mean, he can, he can teach a lot of people and, and, and train a lot of people on, on how to be great. So I most definitely think he should be an officer. Yeah. He could that's be. Like, so that's kind of, it's like a weird, it's like a weird way of asking. Well, question. I got what you're saying now. I kind of like got through off of what, you, what you're trying to say. You're trying to say like, like to me, I, I I'm thinking um, the criteria for being yeah. an officer, right? Yeah. The criteria well was needed. Um, I I do feel like it's I have came across several E ones, E twos, E threes, E fours that can probably step right in and do the same job as the officer do. Yeah, right. Coming coming in, so I most I'm and, and they don't have a degree, right? And they don't have a degree at all. So uh, I most definitely don't think that's the that's the the point of um, when I look at who can be an officer and not look an officer. So yes, I do agree with that now since you said it like yeah. that. I do agree that um, you don't necessarily have to have a degree to be an officer. I, I think at some point it was like a um, what is called like amplitude or whatever. At, at some point, I think it was like uh, the ability to learn thought. Like, like how much can this person learn? Where, like how high is this person selling? The biggest difference I see right now between officers and enlisted young people of that age is like ownership, right? And it's my own perspective. Like most mm-hmm. young officers I know, they have like the ownership concept now. You know, I don't know if they learn it in college or if they learn it in like the war room, but they understand that like they, they play a role in certain thing and they take responsibility for certain stuff. Yeah. Right. I hear that from them a lot more than I hear it from like young sellers their age, um, like junior enlisted their age that might not ever take ownership and something be like, yeah, this is my fault. I did this. What can I do better type stuff? But outside of that, man, I'm I don't know if we'll ever do it. And I understand it. But I think at this point in, in, in ways, it's a little bit traditional that like the criteria, you know, to be an officer is college. Like I do think that some people are fitting, you know, and that's why I think more about the pay, you know, the differences and the disparity in pay and stuff like that. Because I think just the world is changing as a whole. And like I brought up earlier, like if we bring up some of the minds, um, people that uh, I pulled up a list a while ago about people that didn't go to college or whatever. I'm going to try to pull that up real quick. Um, or didn't graduate college, but it's like a list of people that didn't graduate college. And like some of these people, man, you'll be like, damn, like this person, this person, this person. But it's some of our like most successful uh, people like Mark Zucker, uh, who never went to our finished college. Right. And we know Mark. Mark went to a great college, but, you know, he's one of them. Um, but of course, Bill Gates. Right. So we got Bill Gates. Um, he dropped out of Harvard. Mark Zuckerberg, he, he dropped out of Harvard, of course. Um, Steve Jobs, he dropped out of school. He ain't even go to school for like a year or whatever. 
uh, Richard Branson, Oprah Winfrey, uh, Michael Dell, um, Bill Hewlett, Jack Dorsey from Twitter. Um, like we could just keep going down like the list, yeah. man. It's so many uh, different people that just didn't. Michael Bloomberg, uh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> but um, it's just a lot of people. Maya Angelou, like just some of our like greatest minds, greatest people didn't go to college or whatever. Yeah. But, um, you know, of course they became entrepreneurs and stuff like that. But it wasn't a standard in whatever career that they were in. That said, hey, college. you can't yeah. be this without college. Like Bill yeah. Gates, you can't, you know, own, run, create Microsoft without attending college. Like that, 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 that. And, and this, again, it's just me throwing thoughts in the air, just thinking about certain things. And I respect officers, you know, to the core and love them all. But I just think about college and if that requirement was something that, you know, is, was older and, it, and if it's a way we could do something else now, like, can we test people? Can we send them to like a prep, a, a prep school or something if they desire to be an officer? Like, does it still have to be college? Because yes, we see a difference in, you know, the people that went to college in the Navy and stuff like that. But we also see a, a difference in, in the world with people that didn't go to college, you know, yeah. and like, their ability to lead and their ability to like change culture and move certain things like that's that's college doesn't qualify you for that or whatever like that if you know if I could say so myself or whatever I hope I, I hope all of that makes yeah, sense yeah you you, uh, you you alluded to something earlier about how the officers like kind of like know where they're going when they come in more than the enlisted right yeah um my take on that is I don't know if exactly like they know where they're going more than enlisted I think like when an officer come in, they know, hey, I'm, I'm going to this command. I need to get this pin. I need to get this OD. I need to get all this stuff. And they talk about it because it's in a chain. I think with the enlisted, they do have something like that. But it's more of, okay, when I get to the ship, I got to get my, you know, basic quals. I get my quals in my division. I got to get my ESWATS pin. I got to get all this stuff, you know. But it's talked about a lot more with officers because of officers is 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 picked to be, okay, they on a trajectory to be a commanding officer of a command, a ship. Yeah. You know what I mean? So their job and what they do is talked about a little bit more enlisted, but I do think they both have a path that they're trying to get to. Yeah. So what I said, I said ownership though. Yeah. Said owner, ownership. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ownership. So, okay. And yeah, that's because yeah. I, I, whenever we talk about ownership, I know me and you talk two different things about ownership. Yeah. So what I meant with ownership is uh, when something go wrong, when something goes wrong, officers understand the accountability. Maybe I should say accountability more so. Yeah. But uh, like when I talk to young, a 23-year-old officer, for instance, they understand their accountability and what went wrong mm -hmm. at a higher clip than when I talk to a 23-year-old seller. Like most 23-year-old yeah. sellers I talk to, they, it's like, you know, again, not a knock on them, but it's like everything else went wrong. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, the first class ain't set me up right. Chief ain't do this. Leadership this. The command is like, but normally when you talk to like a 23-year-old young officer, it's like they know. Like, yo, I fucked this up, Chief. I got to yeah. do better. I, you know, I messed this up or whatever like that. So that's more of, they not looking for what else went wrong. They kind of taking ownership over whatever they can account for. Yeah. You know? I got you. V vice the environment and what like, you know, but that's that. For some reason, our recording devices don't want us recording anymore. Maybe we talk too much today. 
but I'm going to get into the book of the week. You there, Damon? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I'm going to get into my book of the week. It's uh, Start With Why by Simon Sinek. How Great Leaders Inspire Everyone to Take Action. I like the book. Um, not going to lie. It's probably what got me on my um, Steve Jobs kick because right now I'm reading a Steve Jobs book. Um, it's a very long book, but it's entertaining the whole way through, um, inspirational the whole way through. Steve Jobs was a very dynamic person. Um, but so this book, you know, he talked about Apple. He talked about Steve Jobs. He talked about stuff like that. Um, if I could knock one thing about this book, though, um, start with why. What I will knock is that he highlighted a lot of good leaders, Martin Luther King, Steve Jobs, people that started with why. Um, and he talked about what was at core you know, with these leaders, but a lot of these books like this, like about leadership and stuff, they get really repetitive and they drive the same point, right? So if the point was to start with why, then that point is in the title. Like it's right there. Start with why, why are we doing this? What's what's our real goal and purpose, right? And I really like Simon Sinek. I hope I'm saying his name right. But um, if he had any other points, I ain't get them. You know what I mean? From the book, (laughs) um, it just, uh, you know, it was all right. These guys were great, but I still didn't get like how, like how were these guys great? Like, what did they do? Like, I'm trying to like learn from this book, not just hear you like wax poetic about these great dudes. And like these, this was a a Y leader. Like, what did he do? Like, what happened? Like, what was the core? What do I need to do? You know, Um, like, how can I be like, you know, and that might be why I'm like reading the Steve Jobs book now and maybe going to Martin Luther King next. Because it's like, I wanted more from the book. Okay, you know, Steve Jobs worked at Apple. Um, at some point, he was removed from Apple. Apple didn't seem inspired. And then he came back and then Apple, again, changed the world or whatever. So, boom, he was the common denominator in Apple being this world-changing company. And they lost inspiration without him. Boom, boom, boom. But how? What was different about him? And now I'm seeing it and reading a book about his life. You know, same thing as Martin Luther King. You know, but it's like, that's what the book did. It like highlighted a bunch of great leaders. And I guess it would serve as a launch pad to do more research into these leaders. I don't um, think uh, Simon Sinek did the greatest job um, explaining how they did it, but he did do a great job as always um, highlighting them and saying, uh, and and talking about a whole lot of stuff, but just saying that they started with why, you know? And that's more about finding purpose in what you're doing, right? The purpose should be, your driver more than anything else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what, um, what, what, what it was about, uh, start with why. So good book, like four out of five, like really good book. I mean, it's just that I wanted, like, I kind of wanted the damn secrets. Like what's the secrets, man? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, right? Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, man. episode three, right? Episode three, man. Terminalist, man. Episode um, three. What's the, what's yeah. the type? What's the name of this episode? Oh man. You know? Ooh. Hold on. Terminal list episode three. Um the name of this. Terminal is list it? episode three. I got it. What was the name of this episode? This gonna I'm gonna tell y'all now while we don't know the name of this episode that this is gonna be a half ass <laughs> review anyway, because we both watched this episode about three weeks ago. Um it's called <laughs> Consolidation. No, Damon probably watched it a month ago at this point. But Terminal List Season 1, Episode 3 is called Consolidation. Right? You remember any, anything about this episode? Well, I, the biggest thing that I, I, right now off the top of my head, I think about this episode, and you're right, it's going to be a half-ass fucking thing. But um, 
this is when the reporter found out that he wasn't just fucking, it, it wasn't just in his head. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This was the one where, you know, they was trying to have coffee. She was trying to talk to him or whatever, have a little conversation. And he starts seeing shit and talking about shit. And he gets up and say, we got to go. Yeah. We got to go. And then he gets in the car, you know, then she found in the guy actually shot at him first. And then she kind of knew, okay, like, like, yeah, that was crazy, right? Yeah. This this shit legit that type stuff. So yeah, that was, that was that I got out of this part. Yeah. He, um, this was the one that got me. It pulled me in, you know, for the first two, we talked about, uh, me not really, you know, believing Chris Pratt being in a certain stuff. This episode, I'm in, like, I like it. It pulled me in. Um, it did what it was finally supposed to do for me. Um, like the whole episode was good. Uh, you know, of course it's the dude that just knew that something was going to happen to him. Like, you know, boy, he, he snuck up in the dude house and all that. And dude just knew he wasn't really fitted to like, you know, make it through like that type of situation. He didn't even want to go and do whatever it is. Cause I think they was trying to land a client or something like that. Um, yeah. He didn't even really want to go out there because he knew that, uh, what's his name? James Reese. That's, that's mm-hmm. the, He knew James yeah. Reese was like, oh, the proud. You know what I mean? Like, they ain't really know. But yo, I'm, I'm going to tell you something about the show, man. I'm getting skeptical about his homie, his, his boy. The dude that's helping him through everything. Yeah. Yeah. I think the dude worked for the CIA, right? Yeah, CIA guy. Yeah. I'm getting skeptical about him. Always being around and helping him, you know. I don't know, you know. That's know his boy, it. though. That's his boy, boy. That's his, friend, you know, what I mean? way, you know? yeah, friend from way. They they went through the thing together and stuff. Yeah, but for some reason, I'm like, yo, because I, you know, I, you know, when you hear it's a twist in the show, you just start kind of like trying yeah. to think of different trying things. To think about, yeah, and I'm like, you yo, remember this- also he got a girl too. He got a friend, uh, the female that's that's been around too. Yeah. A little bit. Not as much as the, the, the dude, though. But yeah. yeah, the dude that's helping him out. But I'm like, damn, somebody close to him might be. Like, I feel like the dude might be giving him just enough help, but not, you know. But but yeah. but we'll figure it out, though. But yeah, it was a yeah, good was episode. Good. It was the best one for me. It was the best one so far, the most engaging one. I stuck with it. Um, I promise I'm going to do a better job at reviewing episode four. I was under the impression that we was going to review this episode like the day after I watched it. So I'm like, Yo, yeah. I'm good. It's going to be all fresh in my head. But it was good to do with the funny haircut or whatever. Like, it it, 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 it was good. Um, yeah, I liked good. it a lot. You got anything else on it? No, nah, man. It's a good episode, man. Yeah? You got anything else? What's going on, man? Chief season coming up? Yeah, man. Chief season coming up, man. Can't wait, man. It's, it's, it's upon us, man. We got about what? Fresh next week, then the week. Yeah, probably like left. Fourth or fifth, left. probably. It's going it's to it's be in there, man. So Results come out Looking forward six. to it, man. Looking forward yeah. to it, man. Um, I'm not, I'm not the the big dog in this one. You know what I'm saying? Like I was in years past. So I'm really gonna have some fun with this one, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. It ain't gotta be like technically, you know, what we doing here, what we doing there. So now I can, I can be yeah. way more involved, like I want to be. So it's good. Yeah, it's man. gonna be a good year. Chief season. Good luck, all y'all that you know got y'all ticket. Good luck. You know, good luck. Good out luck, there. man. I can't wait to get all the people hitting me up saying I made it, man. Yeah. People hitting me up. Like, don't forget about you. you forget about <laughs> us, man. They be forgetting about us, man. Like, we have to hit yeah. them up. Hey, man, you, what, what? I didn't even yeah. know you made it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Hey, good luck, y'all. Hey, peace out. You know, we had peace to hang out, out with y'all a little bit longer. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed this one. Mississippi, stand up. Mm.